Hello and welcome to episode. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode one one eight of How About This. Wah 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 wah! DJ Robi, voici un peu hip hop français. Salut tout le monde, c'est How About This. On l'écoute sur la bande de How About This. La connaissance et les rondes dans How About This. Les meilleurs podcasts se fondent sur How About This. Isabella, Jasmine, ils commencent à la dialogue. Isabella, Kalili, ma baba, des détroits. Isabella, Kiki, il est constamment en vogue. Et ainsi, on a le courage de se trouver vers le Herzog. Hello. Bienvenue au podcast How About This. Cette intro est à la langue de la fleuteuse. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Les emplois d'écouter How About This. How About This. How About This. How About Direct à Melbourne en Australie, motherfucker. Wow. That's it? Really? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's do it. There's been a whole theme song. really? I don't know. You just went with a weird voice. I was, it was like a US radio Yes, and voice. Yes, yes, and. Yes, yes, and. Okay. Yes, and. All right, all right. I'm just, I'm just getting where's the... Your, where's your crazy voice? Where's your crazy voice, Carl? My crazy voice is here. <laughs> I like hey, it. Hey, how's See? it going, guys? Is that it? Is that, yeah. is that it? Are we going? Now? Don't you think that's good? No, See, thought, he's, oh, he's throwing it back in your face. Quite, that's what oh, it feels like, Carl. Feel weird. Oh, now oh. I know how you feel. Yeah. I'm so sorry. He's <laughs> held a mirror up to your... You know who else is sorry? This guy's sorry. <laughs> hey, Jason, sorry. Don't call me Jace. Call me DJ Dad. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, DJ Dad. <laughs> uh, so, episode 118. 118. 118 for the uninitiated. It's our New Year's Eve uh, episode. It New is Year's. that we're releasing on New Year's Day-ish or uh, later? Something. Probably later today. I'm going to be too hungover to You're going to release it on New Year's Eve? Yeah. I like oh. it because that's when most people want to download podcasts. You and know, there's going to be some people around who will like to listen to us on New Year's Eve. Yeah, and more power to them. Yeah. I reckon there's parties gathering yeah. knowing that it's going to be released on yeah. New Year's. Like they'll be like, <laughs> yeah. hey, they're releasing it today. Let's yeah. get together. Everyone, let's we'll get together. To the, the hour and 10 seconds before midnight. They're going to do their list lists. Parties. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, list I stuff. read an article today. There's an extra second this year, so don't fucking blow your midnight countdowns people but when did oh. the extra second come into effect right at the end of the year what so they add it right at the end they add it right at the end so sons you just, of bitches you just count down from 11 then yes yeah, so count down from 11 that's easy or enough. count 10 twice yeah. oh. 10 10 9 alright <laughs> yeah. I think that should be the way it's no, done no because yeah. everyone will say 9 twice and they'll go no that's wrong and then they'll fuck up their countdown right because that 10 10 will be contagious yeah yeah Oh no, someone's knocking on the garage door. Oh no. What's that? It's because we are we are recording this in the middle of a party. Yeah. Uh, like Jason did uh, quite graciously invite everyone around to his house for New Year's Eve and then we all pissed off to the garage to record a podcast yep. while his house is flooded with party goers. Party goers. But one of those party goers is knocking on the garage door like some sort of Johnny come lately. Would it be your wife, Carl? No, do, that she wouldn't have knocked. Sex? Okay. No. It'd be, oh, it could be your son. Could be my son. He totally knocked. He's oh, a right. total garage door knocker. Oh, he's a knocker. If anyone's going to knock on a garage door, it's your, <laughs> your bloody son. I hate that kid. <laughs> <laughs> DJ d- d- Dad. <laughs> <laughs> you need one now. Who's uh, your dude? Yeah, who is my, who is my dude? Oh, uh, but I got to try to. I got. Uh, it's tough because I don't want to. I don't want. I want it to be different to yeah. both of your you do one. You have the hard one. Yeah, we already got, end got of one. Yeah. Yeah. So you got this guy. Yeah, and I've got this guy. Uh, yeah. I could do this guy. And you could. Do oh, this. oh yeah, I could do this guy. I like that. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I've got. I've got, got a little tiny mouth for this guy. Good. What's your name? Oh, my name's. It's Jerome. Jerome. Yeah. Jerome. Yeah. Oh, hey, Jerome. I'm a big fan of DJ Dad, by the way. DJ Dad. <laughs> oh, I listen to you every night on the on the on the Zs. Forty Zs in a row, helping you sleep. 
<laughs> the Z Z Zeds with DJ Dad. <laughs> Good night. My parents said I wasn't allowed to listen to you, but I I broke all the rules. It is above eighteen only <laughs> for its adult content. You go pretty blue, oh, DJ yeah. Dad. I do. Yeah. Listen to my bluesies. <laughs> Uh, I don't, know I don't, who, I don't, I don't know. actually have a name. Oh, I don't know who you are. I'm my Jerome. Nice to meet you. My name's Marv. I'm Marv. Hey. Hey. How you going? Sound like, sound like a Kermit impersonator. A guy's getting more like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of that and Ray Romano. <laughs> yeah. Little no fact, I is actually a stand-in for Ray Romano. Oh, really? Yeah, body double. <laughs> but, but body double. For his, for his, his stand-up... Uh, Comedy or for his sitcom oh, no, work? For the sitcom work. For uh, sitcom. Everybody I, loves yeah. Raymond. Yeah, for those nude scenes. Oh, there wasn't many of them, but they no. were there. Yeah, oh, they were. Yeah, yeah. So on the DVD, you can <laughs> see them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is that where you came into your own? Oh, that's where, yeah, I came into my own. Don't make that No, joke. no, I had to abort that <laughs> halfway through. Because so, Marv's got a good filter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we like Marv. Because yeah, he knows Marv. when to say no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, episode 118 uh, This podcast is becoming just more and more for us There's no, There is no um, And the huge army of listeners That uh, enjoy massive. every second of our podcast That's true yeah. um, Who doesn't love a bit of role play <laughs> A bit of character work Sometimes that's what life is all about It is Pretending to be something you're not Wearing yeah. a mask Aren't we all hiding behind a facade? I am Everyone, you're listening now on your headphones you're, Maybe you're walking Maybe you're doing the housework And you know deep down inside That when you go out and face people You put on a facade You do And that's social mask. But that's what I like about people Including myself pumping podcasts in my ears yeah. Is I listen to a podcast facadeless <laughs> I, I, I'm basically a blank cube of air. That's right. When I wow. listen to it. You don't have to pretend while you're listening. You don't have listening. to pretend. A blank cube of air. Yeah, that's, so people... That's some great imagery. <laughs> people, people, I like that. <laughs> it does sound like a title of a movie you would make. I, I have made it <laughs> and four sequels. <laughs> well, well, who starred in Blank Cube of Air? By it was a Ryan Gosling. <laughs> oh, Why God. would you? There's nothing he can't do. He can do it all. He didn't talk. Do you know wow. that I've never seen a Ryan Gosling film? They're what? That's crazy. <laughs> you must be crazy. Well, you live in a box. Do you okay. live in a bu- bu- box? <laughs> oh, it's, it, I guess it is a box of sorts. I think it's, DJ Dad is a robot. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, he's... what? I can't talk anymore. <laughs> no, I can't. DJ Dad was accused of, of uh, being a robot. Oh. Back in 2015. Oh, really? But he took all of the people who accused him to court oh. and he won that lawsuit. Just like Donald Trump. So you better think carefully before you accuse DJ Dad of being a robot. I wasn't. Oh, was I accusing? Maybe oh, I was. It's oh, I was. I was mi- no, I can't remember who said it now. <laughs> Let's go back. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 118. There are no number facts. Um, None. Well, Whatever. Everyone's hung over. No one cares. I realise there are no number facts right. really anymore. So I should yeah. just start making them up. Yeah. Yep. 118 yeah. is the amount of seagulls it takes to fill a phone box. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I'll they proved that. that yeah. in an episode of Charles in Charge. Oh, was it? I thought it was Mythbusters. Oh, Charles in Charge yeah. first and then they went to prove it on Mythbusters yeah. whether Charles in Charge was doing it the right way. That's have, right. have you guys seen uh, The White Rabbit Project no, on I Netflix? Not. It's I just the, myth, the younger Mythbusters. Yeah, people. yeah. It's because yeah. they all got cut from the last season oh, did of they? Myth, but Mythbusters. Oh, and yeah. then they went to Netflix and they've got this thing and the, and the, the format of the show is they... Uh, 
try to myths? No, no. They try to prove uh, a that thesis. white rabbits exist. So uh, if you could actually, like the first episode is if you could actually have superpowers, what is, and then they give criteria. So it has to be cheap enough to do, uh, won't kill you, all of these kind of boxes to tick. Yeah. And then they get two things each to do. Uh, and then they have to prove that it's it's affordable. And then they, they rate those things on a, a scale. So invisibility, mind control, flying, like all of these things. Some they build themselves. The mind control one is hilarious. Yeah. Uh, the girl oh, cool. Tori and the guy um, who looks like you. The, oh, that hot guy. No, the Asian one. <laughs> Asian He's Carl. Hot. That's who I meant. Let's, let's call him Asian Carl. That's who I meant. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she, she, um, she. They're puts, all hot. <laughs> they, yeah. they are. Uh, That's uh, all they got cut from Mythbusters. Yeah. No, you guys are too hot. And uh, and so she puts mind control stuff on where where uh, she puts things on his temples and his muscles, yeah. and she has the opposite end on her muscles and stuff. Right. So he's and she invites him to dinner, and they're trying to he's trying to drink wine and eat spaghetti, and she just lifts her arm, <laughs> oh, and that wow. sends his arm off, oh. and it's the funniest fucking thing ever. That does sound good. It's I would watch so that. Funny. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. The White Rabbit Project. It's good. Cool. Just a little uh, diversion off that little uh, tangent. Um. There's tech now because you know how they can you can get people they do implants in the brain and you can control things with your brain based through right. computers and all that sort of stuff. Yes, they developed a new thing now. It doesn't involve any invasive surgery or anything. It's oh, a cap God. that At you last. can wear right. on your head. A thinking cap, possibly. <laughs> you think it and stuff happens. It's called a thinking cap. So there's For this sure. video of people using a just using this cap on their head. Controlling a robot arm, doing delicate stuff like picking credit cards up off a table Ooh. and stuff, just using their mind. So drug dealers are set. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. don't have to use their hands at no, all. They can just do that while they're counting their money. <laughs> this is good. Yeah, but that's crazy. That is crazy, man. Oh, what was so, that? We won't be able to. We won't have to do anything soon. No. no. Wear caps. Yep. I feel like I had a real solid thing that I wanted to say and I've completely forgotten it. I can't oh, no. remember, but I can't remember what it was. It was um, oh, related to which thing? Yeah, because white we've, rabbit, we've, yeah. brain, brain things, yeah, seagulls, I mean, seagulls I, in phone boxes. Because <laughs> I did think uh, when you were talking about the muscles being able to control yeah. other people's muscles, that'd be a great improv game if we could get those yeah. things oh, wow. that you could do puppets, but you don't have to touch them. You can yeah. just yeah. you can control them from off from off stage. Oh, that would be so. That would be fun. But I don't think that was the red hot thing that I was that I was. Um, It'll think, come back to you. Oh, that is yeah. still good. Got to move good. on. We got to move on. Yeah. So this is our, our New Year's uh, end of the end of the year podcast. Yeah. Yes. Um, so the world that, is waiting for It's us. a how about reminisce yes, kind of it's thing. It's reminiscence. Yeah, reminiscence. It, it is. The, th- the third in the trilogy. Yes. <laughs> We've had dismissmas. We yes. enjoyed Christmas, but yep. now it's how time about, for reminiscence. We call it how about thismas. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I've never thought of that. <laughs> how about thismas? The how about thismas trilogy yeah. of <gasps> dismissmas, Christmas, and reminiscence. Reminiscence. This is amazing. <laughs> And oh. we're going to make a mug. And no doubt, Jason Raul will win it at some point. Well, he, he won the last mug, didn't he? He did. I haven't yeah. sent it to him yet. We're going to take oh, it on. Oh, really? But I've got to get his address. No, you Jason know what? He'll, he'll come see us in the comedy festival. I can give it to him in person. That's true. I can give it to him in person. Yeah. Um, Stuart Bond, who's could I, been could on I get me. A, I want a mug. Oh. What can I get a mug for? 
Well, you come to the right place. It's the d- d- Dad Radio <laughs> Radio Quiz. <laughs> oh, I'm good at quizzes. What's your field of e- expertise? I'm really good at Hamilton the Musical. All right, uh, that's that's my field of expertise too. I want a mug. Can we like go against each sure. other? Sure. Okay. I'll just call up my Hamilton quiz. Oh, excellent. All right. I didn't mean to say Hamilton. I just got the hiccups. That happens. It's hard to tell with you, DJ Dad. DJ Dad. I'm not a robot. We can all agree you're not a robot. Did that scare get rid of the hiccups? I don't feel emotion. Okay. Okay, good. I'm dead. You get inside. Okay, I know that. All right, the first question is. Okay. How many questions are there? There are three. Your names are your brothers. My name? Yeah. So I say my name? Yeah. I say Moff. And I yeah. say Jerome. Okay. My name's Shorter. Do I have an advantage here? No, because I'm smarter. Oh, okay. <laughs> first question. Yes. If you were to play Peggy in the first act, who are you in the second act? Peggy. Oh. oh. I mean, Carl. Oh, no, no, damn it. Mark? Damn it. Mark? I meant to yes. say. Peggy? No. No. I know the answer. And my name is Jerome. Yes. Maria Reynolds. That's right. Yes. What? What the I it. You've never even seen That's Hamilton. correct. The actress that plays Peggy in the first act. What? The much maligned Peggy is also the temptress seductress in the second act. Why Maria is she Reynolds? maligned? And Peggy. And Peggy. <laughs> oh, because it's. Because the Peggy. other two are important, yeah. and Peggy is not so. And so when they sing the song, and it's just, she's like and an Peggy. add-on. And yeah, Peggy. That's like, right. hey guys, I'm over here. It's a meme. Second ah. question. Yeah. Okay. Spell in full the name of the man who wrote <laughs> Hamilton. Marv. Oh, you're really Marv. good at saying your name. My name is short, I told you. <laughs> I just can't remember. You're smarter, but I'm shorter. <laughs> I can't remember my name. Uh, L-I-N-M-A-N-U-E-L? Uh, wrong. What? Oh, L-I-N apostrophe? I mean, nah, wrong. Instead of apostrophe, instead of hyphen. You they- get another go. <laughs> M A N hyphen? Yeah. He said M I N. No, I did it. No, that's I did right. It. That's not true. <laughs> Your turn. What? Jerome. He said L- his name's Jerome. It's not. It's it's Lynn. L I N. Yes. Hyphen. Yes. M A N. He said M U E L M I R A N T A. He said T A. He said T A. Maretta. Mom's lying. What point are you? Yes. What? You I won two to nothing. Oh. Is this double points? Yeah. All right, it's a double point yeah. question. Oh, All right, nice okay. This point is worth. This question is worth three points. Oh, so oh, I get that makes more sense. Oh, when it takes all. Oh, why wouldn't oh, I? Sorry. We'll be back well, after these messages. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> okay. What are we talking about? Oh, sizzle. <laughs> you can always go on DJ. Quiz that everyone wants. <laughs> no one asked for it, but everyone wants it. <laughs> That's how quizzes work. Uh, um, but there stuff? was we were we were in the middle. Oh, we're never going to remember what we're talking about. We're going to talk know. about something else. How oh, 2016. Christmas? Christmases. How, yeah. how were your Christmases? Oh, my Christmas was good. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, uh, you know, I had, had my uh, uh, dad's side of the family on Christmas Eve. Okay. Which is. A carbon copy every year yep. yeah. of the same thing. Yeah. Ha- however, my my uh, my stepbrother, I guess you'd call, call him. Yeah, you're my stepbrother. Yeah. It's just is he's 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 a dill. He's <laughs> <laughs> a dill. I like dill. it. That is wow. I was feeling questions. Word. I was feeling questions like, um, do you do you know all the other people in the ads? <laughs> Basically, <laughs> because you're in ads, because I'm in ads, and so, and so said, if you're said, in an ad, you know, all, everyone who's in an ad gets together yeah. regularly. In all the ads, not just your right. ads, no, yeah. any ad, ads in general, like Katut, you know, <laughs> do you know Katut? Not Happy Jan. I, right. I, I, I answered with I know I, I, a few I, I, people. Guy. I know a few people because I'm an actor, and yeah, I know yeah. a bunch of other actors. But then, 
throughout the rest of the day came questions like, do you know this person? Yeah. Do you know oh, this God. person? Do you know this person? Which I guess is fair enough from the do outside. Do you know in. Chris Hemsworth? He was in that ad for yeah. Foxtel. Foxtel. <laughs> do you know him? Do you, you sound him? like you sound like me? Why are you pretending <laughs> well, to be me? Were you taking a piss out of Marv? Why are you pretending? Oh, not no, Marv, I'm Jerome. Marv, Jerome. I was, I was just Why are you quite... pretending to be me, Carl? I was just talking quietly. Oh, it sounded like you were mocking me. And well, it sounds like you're talking. When you talk quietly, it sounds like when I talk quietly. Oh, maybe I'm mocking you. Maybe you But are. my Christmas day was but aces. like a New Zealand version of me. My Christmas day was aces at a place with a pool. Nice. Oh. Yeah, beautiful Say no food. More. Just yeah. great. That was a Christmas win because yeah. it was stinking hot here. It was stinking hot in Melbourne. In Melbourne. And we decided for to the have first Christmas. Half of the, for the first half. Oh, no. I'm thinking of Boxing Day. All of Christmas was hot. Yeah, yeah it was. We went. We were at my mum's house. Was, there's no air conditioning there. We thought there was air conditioning there. It was hot as fuck. Like oh. we were sitting there eating Christmas And you know how lunch. hot fuck is. Yeah, is it oh, like hot? a hot... Fuck is hot. Is that like yeah. a, hot, a hot fuck? It's, yeah. it's just Can I just clarify just yes. for a second? When you're talking about a hot fuck, yeah. are we Jesus. talking about the actual temperature of the room? Yes. Or like the, the temperature of the fuck? Like, oh, that was a hot fuck. <laughs> no, it like, wasn't a good thing. No, no, no. It was bad, no. It was bad. Hot fucks are great. Hot fucks are great. <laughs> yeah. But so it was hot was, as fuck. I'm confused now. It was hot as hell. Should I say that? Oh, uh, that's yeah. better. It was fucking hot. You know how hot it was? You were around on that day. I was in a pool. Right? I was, so I was so very cool. Yeah, yeah. Hot. You were sending pictures of heat of you in a pool with the temperature <laughs> yeah. and, and yeah. I wanted to smash your hair. Yeah. <laughs> I was at the beach, so I didn't mind so much. What? Yeah. <laughs> so I, w- yeah, we were at my parents and we were sweating eating lunch. Oh. Like lunch just sitting sweats. there. Yep. Just like, like a and were you 45 year old, 300 kilogram man. Fuck. Were you eating classic like Northern Hemisphere oh, food? Of course, it's Christmas. Well? <laughs> it's Christmas. And yeah. we do Christmas like Northern Hemisphere people. Yes, we do. Where we eat a really hot roasted food. Hot, fatty. I mean, the food was delicious. Yeah. And I've got to say, my mom's a good cook, but she fucking nailed it. Yeah. Oh. I, would, I would say this Christmas was the best food Christmas I've, I've had in a long time. Right? Me too. Like, I don't suffer... Like, normally, Christmas is pretty good for food. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, always, I'm always happy. I'm never like, God, the food was shit. But this one surpassed itself. Nice. Christmas 2016 upped its food game to very strong. Oh, nice. nice. Very strong food game. Nice. Well done, Christmas 2016. Now I have to say, because you were a bit under the pump last time we spoke on this I podcast. I did. I did say I was out of sorts. How'd, oh, you, how'd you go? Yeah, yeah. I went pretty well. I mean, it was nice. a bit... I did feel slightly disconnected from Christmas. I would say, but I did enjoy the whole the, the festival of Christmas. I enjoyed the um, uh, Christmas and Boxing Day again. The the weirdness continued because we went to um, part of my Christmas festival. The f- the closing day of my Christmas festival, I see as um, the three of us going to the cricket yes. on, um, oh, for yeah. day two yeah. of the cricket. Yeah, and, and we basically got rained out. We, yeah, we saw a little bit of cricket. Yeah, uh, at the start of the day and a little bit of cricket at the end of the day. But we were basically watching covers going on and off most of the yes. day. Literally <laughs> watching no. covers going off the whole time. They didn't just put them on and leave them. No. They put them on, took them yeah. off, took a half of one off. For but no reason. But to be fair, and the frustrating thing about the being at that day at the cricket was he could almost never see the rain. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like it was raining technically, but it was this weird misty rain that you had to really squint. It was like trying to decipher a, th- a 3D eye yeah. puzzle. Yeah. Uh, you had to sort of go cross-eyed. And, and so you never felt like it was actually raining. Because we were up high undercover, so we weren't feeling the rain on our bods. Yeah. And yeah. there was no wind. Yeah. Like it was yeah. wind. So that's right. And so the day was just sort of ruined by rain that you never were sure was there. Yeah. Um, and so and that, that sort of summed up Chris, this, this year's Christmas for me in terms of it was just a bit weird. It was just a bit okay. left of centre. Nothing quite went the way it was supposed to go. I still kind of enjoyed our day at the cricket. I had a great, day. We had a great time. Oh, I loved it. I really because it was because Christmas is so hectic and stuff. I always know that that's the kind of full stop. Yeah, and it's the end. Like mm. it's like because even though we had we saw less cricket than we yeah, ever seen yeah, yeah. in the in a whole day. Yeah. Like 
But we just got to, I just got to sit there and not have to do anything, yeah, yeah. which that, was great. And while we were sitting there watching nothing happening yeah. on the field, I was thinking, this isn't that much different to watching cricket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I quite like. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, uh, but I realised when they were playing cricket, I was, I was, I was much happier when mm. they were playing cricket yeah. to when they weren't playing cricket. So it, it is different. But it made it special when they came back and stuff. Yeah, like it was exciting. Every ball was like... I'm just gonna. I'm so happy. I'm gonna wash the fuck out of this ball. <laughs> He's bowled it. Yes, he has. Every ball matters. Yeah, and and then we got rained out again at the end of the day. And yeah. I, I was pretty much like, we're done. Yeah, we're yeah. done. And so Carl and I left. But you stayed until they officially called it. Well, I just, I, yeah, I feel like I have to. I'm because, uh, yeah, I, I, I feel like I'm at the cricket and I'm not going to leave until they officially say the cricket's over. Right. Yes, right. That, that's just, uh, that's just how I feel about it. Yeah. Um. And I knew there was, I, I. Like you, I knew there was going to be no more cricket. Yeah, so I yeah. thought, I'm going to be here until they say there's no more cricket. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's only going to cost me half an hour. Um, and it'll be worth it because then I've done my due diligence as a cricket watcher. And there nice. was rain. We kept checking the radar on our phones and there was rain everywhere. everywhere. It just wasn't falling. Yeah. Like it wasn't falling. And I, I was just thinking, I think they put the covers on, but they take them off when it's not raining and then put them straight back on to stop... Um, Condensation, like condensation building under, up on right. the pitch because yeah, so, it was so humid that I think you'd just get a whole bunch of yeah. water right. coming underneath and yeah. ruining the pitch. But so. my, cri- my Christmas was great. Um, apart from that, I had a great day on Christmas Day down at Bridget's <coughs> uh, family down in Sandringham because mm-hmm. they're close to a beach, so it was a hot day. So me and the kids went down to the beach. Uh, I got a great new game for Christmas oh, uh, called oh, really? Finska. Um, you guys, yeah, you're gonna, you guys are gonna love it. Um, Did you bring it? There's a few different. I didn't bring it today because uh, there's no good place to play it. It's, okay. um, it's an outdoor game. It's, it's an outdoor. Physical. Oh, it's an outdoor game. Oh, oh, I'm all over it. There are there are there are twelve little things of wood. Yeah. Um. The, oh. whole, the whole game's made of wood. You probably know it. It's like a Scandinavian yeah. game. Yeah. And I think you got to throw a thing. Yeah. At yeah you throw a block of wood at wood. Yes. Um, yeah. I so there's twelve it. pegs, and they've each got a number on them, one to twelve. So yeah. one, two, three, four, five, yeah. up to twelve. Um, and you've got a big chunk of wood, and so the, thirteen pieces of wood. The pegs are all set up, and you grab your chunk of wood and you throw them at the pegs. Um, if you knock one peg over, you get the the total of that peg. So if that peg has eight written on it, you get oh, right. eight, you get eight points. Right. But if you knock over more than one peg, you get one point for each peg you knock over. So if you oh. knock over the eight, oh. the eight and the ten, you just get two points because you knocked over right. two pegs. Um, nice. And your job is to get to exactly 50. Oh. If you go over 50, you drop back to 25. Oh, you drop back to 25. So you have to cool. build up again. And the other thing is, wherever the pins, wherever the, the wooden pegs end up after you hit them, that's where they get set up. Right. Oh, so they spread geez. slowly as the game continues. These that's little so wooden cool. pegs spread. So if you play it in the park, these pegs end up. Far, far away. Oh. And if, the, if the high scoring pegs get isolated far away, you just you get lured towards them. You're like, I'm going to try to hit that 11 peg. Yeah, it's all yeah, the way over there, but it's a, long, it's a long way away, but it's all alone. Um, and and, so, the, and the, the, the point you pitch from is stationary for the whole game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's one, there's one solid point of delivery. Right. Um, That's really so, and, cool. And if you score zero three times in a row, you miss a turn. They're the oh, only wow. rules. Wow. Um, so it's a great That's game. Great. It's uh, really cool. So we got that for Christmas. We took that down. We played it on the beach on Christmas Day. And um and then on Boxing Day I go down to my parents' house, um my brother's house, and we have my family's Christmas, uh, which was great. But I feel I feel obligated at my family's Christmas because there's two sides of the family. My cousins come, okay, and and my family's there. That's uh, big. My cousin and her family come, and they've got three kids, and and they find it difficult to integrate. Ah, uh, so they've always the, they've always found it difficult. You're the um, link, yeah, and and. 
we've had some Christmases where it's been awkward because oh. none of the kids mingle. Right. None really? of them, even though they're similar ages. Kids mingle all the time. There's That's what no they do. integration between these group of kids. Really? With kids None today. You um, get two kids in a room and they're best friends after not here. two minutes. Whoa. Um, and so um, we've had some Christmases where I've thought, I'll just leave it and we'll see what happens. And it just has been awkward. No right. one's gotten along. There's awkward silences. There's kids sitting alone doing nothing. So you've taken it upon yourself to become the peacemaker. So a couple of Christmases ago, I thought, if this whole Christmas thing's going to be fun for anyone, someone's got to drive integration. And wow. the only way to fully integrate <laughs> is through... Sports, yeah, of course, and the games, great, the great leveler. Yeah. yeah, and so when it's at my parents' house, my parents' house is perfect for outdoor cricket. There's a front yard, perfect for cricket. So, ah. so when I decided to become team captain, yeah. of integration, <laughs> I started. I, I made everyone come and play cricket, and everyone had the best time. Yep, everyone's nice. playing together. Stuff's happening. Family's bonding. Um, but this year we're at my brother's house. No, nowhere really to play cricket. But oh. I had Finska. 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 So I brought the Finska it out. Sounds so Scandinavian. I know. How many? How many pieces would in? Thirteen pieces of wood. Now there's fourteen because I'm burnt up over that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to go. You must kill the podcast with your loudness. <laughs> and so as soon as all the kids were there, I, I I left it maybe five minutes. I thought maybe the kids will integrate. Maybe they'll, they'll, they'll see. Five together. minutes in, it was clear. Nothing. Everyone was awkward. The awkwardness had descended upon Christmas five minutes in. I thought ah, something's going to happen. Because I thought, I'm not going to get Finsker out till after, after lunch. Right. right. Why waste it? But then five minutes in to Christmas, when all the families are there, I'm like, we need Finsker. The Is interrogation. It? So I went and got the integration officer's like, no, nope, no. Nope. <laughs> and it, it was nonstop in- integration from there. The families brought together, throwing bits of wood and other bits of wood. And Christmas was saved. And I did a little happy dance <laughs> saying, thank you to me. I patted myself on the back and I patted the Scandinavian people and I thanked <gasps> all those chunks of wood for being able to be thrown at each other. Christmas was saved. Yeah. You saved Christmas with Finska. But it's quite draining. Finska? <laughs> no. No, in, being the being integration team officer. Captain, of course it Being is. in charge of integration yeah, it weighs heavily. It's a tough thing. Yeah. And yeah. so and so at the end of at the end of all of this, I'm I'm quite worn out. He shot up some heroin. <laughs> it's the only way to calm down. <laughs> Slow down. Time to go to La La Anyone Land. who's been team captain of integration knows that heroin is the only way to <laughs> actively calm down. Welcome back to <laughs> DJ Dad Hamilton oh, Quiz. Oh, thank God you're here. They were starting to get a little bit sort of drug heavy on the podcast. <laughs> it is. <laughs> My parents okay. were about to ban me from being a part of it. I think I can win this. All right. The final question is. Okay. Can I also okay. point out that I'm, I'm not Carl? I'm not Carl speaking quietly. The, the, uh, I'm a, I'm I a can pers- confirm this. Oh, how, how come you know that? Because uh, Carl's sitting next to me and his lips are moving. Oh, that's a fair and honest Unless it's ventriloquist. Okay, oh, let's get on with this shit. Okay, 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 can I just test my buzzer? Okay. Marv. All right, okay. test your buzzer. Jerome. All right. Good. Who, if you knock him down, he gets the fuck back up again. Jerome. Uh, Marv? Jerome okay. first. Oh. Oh, I like Hercules that. Hercules Mulligan. That's you right, you take it all. Sit down, Marv. I wasn't going to say anyone because I didn't know. <laughs> I feel like I knew a lot more about Hamilton than you do, Marv. Uh, I, I just had an off day. <laughs> Have you maybe only really listened to the first song of Hamilton? No, I've listened to it a couple of times, but I didn't retain any of the information. What do I win for winning the Hamilton quiz? You win this giant Hamilton doll. That is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Is that hand carved out of wood? Yes. That's Squeeze the hand and it says something. Oh. I'm not doing a wee mutt. Shut Oh, that's the greatest thing I've ever heard. Well, I, I know that song. <laughs> I know that song. That's the single, yeah? Thanks very much. I don't think this bit is going very well. <laughs> 
You've got to believe in yourself, Werner. If I know anything... You've got to believe in us, Werner. Werner, yes. I've listened to this podcast a lot of times and what everyone has learned over the course of the journey is when you listen back to this podcast, it's going to be a lot better than you remember it. I will be over here watching Cube of Air Cubed. <laughs> that's the third one. Oh, that sounds oh, good. Air Cubed, Who's, that's cool. Who stars in that? Because I remember that... Um, the guy who was in the first Ryan one, Ryan Gosling, Gosling, couldn't do the third yeah, one. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Who did you get for the third one? I got Anthony Michael Hall. Oh, you I were love to, that guy. Were you trying to relaunch his career? I tried. How did he go? He was a prick. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> what was his worst demand? Well, on set yeah. one day yeah. in the giant cube of air, AMH, he came across to me. What did he, what did he do? He said, Oh, no. I think this cube should be a sphere. Oh, what a son of a bitch. What? But the whole movie is called... I slowly took a glove yeah. out of my pocket. <gasps> I put it on my hand. No. Then I pulled it off my hand. No. Oh, no. One finger at a time. Oh, it's getting real. And Tension. then I slapped him across the face oh, with it. You can't ignore that. No. And then I put it back on my hand. And then I took it off my hand oh, and put it time. back in my pocket. Oh, he must have been really confused. What? And I said, "What? Just go to your mark, bitch." Oh, that's a bit. Did harsh. you jewel him? No. There's, there's no. Ten, how many jewel commandments are he there? He did Mark? not. How many jewel commandments? Yeah, that's just the one. You take the glove off and oh, you slap the guy, and then you get. To, I missed something you've there. You've never listened to Hamilton, have you? You really there's have ten, not. You idiot. <laughs> There's ten dual commandments. There's ten dual commandments. There's okay. Ten. All right. Oh, go back and listen to the soundtrack. Ten pieces fire. Oh, have a long, hard look at yourself, Is Marv. there ten? Sometimes there's seven. I'm seven? not going away, ma. Shut. Is Don't touch I, your I, thing. I, I Is that one again. of them? Sorry. Is, is, I'm not giving you I my had a good Christmas. Oh, did what did you do for Christmas? What happened? <laughs> I don't know <laughs> who you gone. are. By the way, everyone's <laughs> gone. Oh, oh, g'day, Werner. My name is Jerome. <laughs> and my name is uh, Marv. Okay. Yeah. I know I know stuff about Hamilton. Marv doesn't know anything about I don't about know Hamilton. anything. Then Marv is dead to me. <laughs> oh, yeah. What? You know, at Christmas, yeah? I got a, um, a T-shirt. Oh, no. It is a Kanye oh, is West T-shirt. Is it? It is very white. Oh, wow. And baggy. Oh, nice. Nice. I find it confronting. Oh, how come? It sits awkwardly, and if I pull on the back, the front sits perfectly, there. but the back then sits awkwardly. It's a little baggy at the and back. And then I pull on the front, and the front sits awkwardly. Can't get it right. And maybe maybe you're back. shaped wrong. No, that's Kanye's. That's oh, what that's Kanye's trying to say. Ah, is it, or is it just because he made the, they got made in a sweatshop? No, Kanye's trying to make a point. I like it. But I, I'd like to say that I'm not throwing away my shirt. Oh, you're not throwing away your shirt. Sh shirt. You're not throwing away your, your shirt? shirt. Yes, okay. that was a joke. It was a Hamilton joke. I, I don't get it. I am not throwing away my shirt. Is that is that in Hamilton? I am not throwing away my shirt. Is that a song in Hamilton? You could pull on the front and the back <laughs> looks fucked, but I'm not throwing away my shirt. You could write your own musical. I way. have. Oh, oh, really? I'll be over here. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> And that's the wow, uh, half, half hour mark of our, of our wow. 2016 podcast Just where we barely <laughs> talked about 2016. <laughs> Classic, how about this? Join us for part two where we may or may not talk about 2016. Bring! Wow. Shall we stop and do some drinks? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what we need. Yeah. More drinks. And we're back. Here we are. Welcome back to part two. 
This yeah. is part two of the 2016 wrap up, which has failed to touch in any tangible <laughs> way right. on the year 2016. So we, had a, we had a stern talking to ourselves. <laughs> A little bit on Christmas 2016. We did. That's the start. Yeah, we're and working our a, way backwards. This is a four-hour podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. It, it actually goes all the way through to the countdown. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Ten. Ten. <laughs> nine. Nine. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> uh, so 2016. I mean, we all know. Um, it was a weird year. It was a weird year. I mean, a lot of a lot of famous people died. Um, I have a which, list of all the famous people that died. There's a lot of them. Yeah. I'd like a big shout out right now to Gene Wilder, who I feel like was the forgotten man of 2016. What happened? He was just in the middle. But no, he's for man, people like us. Big. Yeah, yeah, but but when people recount who died in 2016, Gene him. Wilder's never on the list. Right, They're right. like, oh, Bowie Prince, died, Prince Bowie, died, yeah, yeah. Carrie Fisher died, Debbie Reynolds died, you yeah. know, like, because he was in the middle. That happened in the last week. We haven't spoken about that. Can I go, can Alan I go, Rickman died. I'm going to go through my list. A list. This is chronological. I had to edit out a whole bunch of people because that would be like, oh, who was that guy in that thing? Yeah, and, yeah. You know, so these are people that everyone should know. Okay. So, and this is chronological in the order that they died. Yes. All right. Uh, David Bowie. Bang. Yep. Alan Rickman. Yes. Uh, Glenn Fry from the Eagles. Yes. And everyone's like, wow, 2016. Did I? Harsh. Should I tell you where, when Bowie died? Yeah. That I was in Paris. Yeah. Stick a pin in it. Yeah. And, um, and I went down the subway the day he died. Oh, and, yeah. and I just listened to Black Star the night before he died. So I think it's my fault, is what I'm saying. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I listened to his new album the night before he died. I woke up and found out he had died. Then went down the subway station near my house. Mm-hmm. And the, the whole thing was, um, was stickered with Black Star album ads. Oh, really? Oh. Like the entire tunnel wow. was just David Bowie's head yeah. with, uh, and the Black Star there. It was just freaky. That's it weird. was, I was, I was just like, <laughs> um, oh, George Gaines, who I will explain is Captain Lassard from Police Academy and Mikey okay. Brewster's oh, stepdad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Harper Lee for To Kill a Mockingbird, yes. yep. George Martin, Beatles producer, yes. Uh, Fife Dog, who's from Tribe Called Quest, uh, yes. who, wrote, who wrote most of their stuff. Trailblazers. Uh, ding, aside. <laughs> yes. Um, I watched the Evolution of Hip Hop uh, documentary. I've only watched the first two, on but it's Netflix? fucking great. It's on Netflix. Yes. Yeah. I watched, there's only four episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After the end of the fourth, I was like, more, please. More, more, yeah, more, yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. It says season one, so hopefully they'll dump some more up. I reckon. It is very good. Have, either, the of first you, have either of you watched The Get Down? No, not yet. Baz Luhrmann, I didn't watch which it. Which is kind of it's kind of about the evolution of hip hop as well. Yeah, uh, yeah. But in a more Baz Luhrmann-y, yeah, right. Opera- less operatic way. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. But it, it, it's kind of it's kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, Gary Shandling. Gary Shandling from the Gary Shandling Show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Doris Roberts, who's the mum from Everybody Loves Raymond. Uh-huh. I love that show. It's mum. Oh man. Uh, Prince. That's yes, a, that's yeah. the, we, we remember that one. Muhammad Ali. Yeah, I know. Uh, Anton. Oh, sorry. You want to say something? Yeah, it's. It's always tough. That you're torn between people who you were expecting to die yeah. mm. and the people who it's a surprise they died. So Muhammad yes. Ali, you is like, like he's a huge name, but you're also like, yeah. it's no surprise that he died because yeah. he was, he was yeah. sort of dwindling. It's like when Willie Nelson finally dies. Everyone will be like, yeah. isn't he dead already? <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's lots of people. There's always articles in those clickbait things. It's like 12 celebrities you thought that were yeah. dead that aren't. Yeah. yeah. Like, um, and so I feel like 2016 was full of a lot of people who you weren't necessarily expecting to yeah. die dying because yeah. they were quite young. Yeah, yeah. So there was no sort of uh, warning that they'd mm. be dying. Like yeah. Alan Rickman, uh, yeah. David Bowie. You so know, I guess Bowie, Gene Wilder Bowie, also Bowie, falls in. You would have expected to die soon. Like it was on the cards. He kept it pretty quiet, yeah. his, his, yeah. his battles. 
Yeah. Uh, so Prince Muhammad Ali, Anton Yelchin, who is... From Chekhov. Chekhov. Uh, Chekhov, from Chekhov. in the new yeah. Star Trek. In this new Star Trek. He's also voicing a character in a show that Alexander and I watch. It's a DreamWorks animation, which is called Troll Hunters. Right. It's Guillermo del Toro. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Fucking really good. That's on Netflix? Yeah, yeah. So it's a kid thing. Um, Really cool. He's the main voice. But at the end of each episode, it would say, you are our true troll hunter. And I was like, because right. it says R.I.P. And I was like, what? Aww. Yeah, dude so got crushed by his car. I know. What? Yeah. yeah. By, a j- by his Jeep. Like branded Jeep. I think Spot it was in his driveway what? and it, it rolled, rolled back backwards and it on him fucking and killed him. him. What was he doing lying in the driveway? I don't I don't think he's lying. No, no. It pinned him or yeah, it pinned did him something. Between, between the Jeep and the wall. Anyway, yeah. a week later, a letter comes in the mail for him with a recall for Jeep. Oh, saying don't lie down in the I driveway. I don't know what it said. It might have been something like the horn is faulty or something yeah, like sure. that, but fucking weird. Oh, Marv, so he had, so he had like a weird dip. Marv, for runner-up in this contest, we have a Jeep for you. Oh, sweet. <laughs> oh great. Sweet. <laughs> That's so cool. I have, is it a stick? I can't drive a stick. I don't know. It's one they gave back. We're giving it to you. Oh, okay. I'll take it. Oh, cool. You're really lucky, man. Oh, so lucky. You oh. know what? I'm going to stand in my driveway all day just admiring it. Why, why right stand when you can up lie against down? The wall. That's true. Get a get a different view. Yeah, you can nice. just look I at like it and that. relax. I like that. It's going to be great. Uh, Gary Marshall, who made like Mork yep. and Mindy and Happy Days I'm and all those shoes. I'm not going away, Shut. Sorry, just wanted to remind you what I won for my prize. <laughs> That's good. You I won a... I won a... I am Miranda not throwing stick. away my shirt. <laughs> And man, why would you, Werner? Yeah, it's, it's a still good a good shirt. shirt. It's a Kanye shirt. Look, it, even if it doesn't sit perfectly, it's still a good shirt. Don't throw it away, mate. Kenny Baker, who was R two D two. Yep. Not uh, Ricky. Not Ricky Baker. No. Not Ricky Baker. No, he's oh, going love, strong. I love Ricky Baker. <laughs> yes, you do. Uh, Gene Wilder. Curtis oh. Hansen, who made LA Confidential. Yeah, yeah. He but he was director. quite old. Oh, well, 70. Is 70 old, old or not old? He wasn't, I don't think that's he was that 70. old. He was about 70, but that's, yeah. I don't, in my mind, I'm like, that's old. But I'm like, it's not that it's old. And stuff. he was the last of the directors of that old school that apprenticed to other directors. Right. Like they kind of helped, you know, he worked with Sam Fuller and other guys. Yeah. LA Confidential is, is a it, cracking good film. It is a great film. Yeah. Every time it novel. comes on TV, I almost can't not watch it. Mm. He made some really interesting movies. He made The Wonder Boys after that, which is completely different. But it's a great film as well. Yeah. But um, LA Confidential, uh, something about it. I mean, uh, the fact that Russell Crowe is awesome in it. Yeah. Mm. Like it's, I think it's the best thing Russell Crowe's ever done. It's Guy um, Pierce. Guy the best thing good. Guy Pierce has ever done. I don't know. Memento is pretty good. Memento is good. Um, and Guy Pierce has done some good stuff, but he's great in it. Yeah. Uh, I love LA Confidential. But it's got a whole bunch of stars as they were on the cusp as well. Like yeah. Kevin Spacey's in it before yeah. he was, I think, before Seven yeah, and all that before, stuff. Just before he sort and of took And Usual Suspects and things. Like, just great, awesome cast. Yeah, it's a great film. Uh, Leonard Cohen. Oh. Uh, Florence Henderson, who was yeah, the, the Brady, Brady Mum. Mum. Yep. Mrs. Brady. Uh, Castro. Like How Fidel Castro. Fidel Castro. Was yeah, fucking dude died. How He's racist was she, though? Probably pretty racist. I, it, was, it was the time. I don't know. It was a time like, to be I, racist. I, I, sometimes I'm like, yeah, you, your star burned bright, but yeah, you, you got to be pretty racist. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was that episode. Your logic is sound. <laughs> yeah, 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 Your logic is sound. <laughs> yeah. uh, your, your star did burn bright. You're racist. <laughs> did you uh, see a Sydney Brady go on a crazy yeah, rant? And she's she's got a radio show. Yeah. where she's been fired from because she went too racist. Mental. She went too yeah. racist. Oh. Like just mental. And yeah. that must be pretty racist. Well, because she's pretty right wing. I think anyway. Right, right. I think it's a right wing radio station. But I think How she can a right wing feel so wrong? <laughs> <laughs> That's the broke. name of my album. <laughs> <laughs> What's the first track on your album, Werner? It's called "I'm Not Throwing Away My Shirt." <laughs> <laughs> that makes good sense. And then the rest of the albums are just remixes by other <laughs> yeah. artists. 
I got Kanye on board. Yeah, that's so meta. Yeah, that's so cool. I love it. Uh, Alan Thicke, the you know, yes, the dad, from, dad. We spoke about that recently. We did because uh, we're getting into that. From is that Growing Pains? Just yes, yep. Growing Pains. Uh, Zsa Zsa Gabor. Zsa Zsa, I didn't know that. What a slapper. <laughs> uh, George Michael. These are the ones we know. Yeah, from George, Michael. George Michael. Did anyone you know, get stuck watching George Michael Rage, Rage special last night? Last night? Oh, yeah, no. Really? I, saw, I watched three songs and then I couldn't do it anymore. I, I was wh- just wh- like, where did you watch from? Uh, we got it on. Uh, where was it? It, uh, it was. Um, uh, the one with the fashion models. Ah, uh, oh, uh, Freedom 92. Not, one of my favourite songs. So of, yeah. Was it Freedom 92 where yeah, they're yeah, all yeah. going down the catwalk and yeah, it's got yeah. that, yeah, yeah. And them in the bath and it's like the 90s supermodels. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like one of my favourite songs. And then, and then it went into Elton John and him. Uh, don't Let the Sun. Uh, don't Let the Sun Go Down. And greatest that was duet too, ever. That was, that was too much for me. I know. It was they are just two like, of the greatest songs of all time. I know, but like given that he just died, Don't yeah. Let the Sun Go Down yeah. on me was just, it was too much. I was like, I that can't That was the song I, I played on, on our car trip after I learned that he died. I, oh, I played really? Don't Let the Sun just to, just to feel the Elton feel John the was playing a tribute to him. He sang that song. Oh, really? and Elton John knows how to cash in. Couldn't get through the song. He couldn't, <laughs> couldn't he? Nah, fuck man. He broke down. Oh. Massive breakdown. But Kudos. I watched from the Wham. I watched from the Wham oh, days. Nah, I got in late. And I finished at Father Figure. And then I went, oh, I've got to stop. I've got to go to bed. Because it's uh, New Year's Eve tomorrow. Uh, and then Carrie Fisher yes. uh, yeah. and, and Debbie, Debbie Reynolds, Reynolds which the is day fucking after. bizarre. I mean, it's not bizarre. I guess no, she just I, I died a, of a... I wrote a post that, just went that, that said, I think it's kind of, it's tragic and beautiful. Like, anytime two people who are super close die really close together, I kind of think there's a, a, a beauty in it as Kurt well. Vonnegut writes about that in a few of his books that oh, you're really? part of a... He's got different... He's got made up words for yeah. him, like a canache, or, but that's not the word. I should know. But that's a good word. But but, um, all right, it's time for my Kurt Vonnegut quiz. <laughs> Damn it! I'll just be over I, here. I don't know anything. <laughs> um, but um, that you're part of a uh, when you're part of a group um, that affects your life, and then you've got tight units that often die really close to each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because like married and couples, spouses husband, often yeah, yeah, do that. yeah. And that Debbie Reynolds and Carrie Fisher were probably like that because yeah. I think they had a weird, like an intense relationship. Where they were very close, but then they had a falling out, and they were distant for yep. many years. But then they came together, and I think when they came back together, they were intensely yep. close again. Yeah. Like they would would rarely go a day without seeing or speaking to each right, other. Right? Shit. Okay. Um, so yeah, I think they became and they're both icons. Like, they're yeah, massive. Like all the Star Wars stuff, and then Debbie Reynolds, all those fifties music, like yeah. singing in the rain. Singing and stuff. in the rain is my what? favorite. Singing in the rain's off that. the hook, man. It is. But I, like, I, but I couldn't tell you. Another golden era film that Debbie Reynolds is in, though I know she was in more. Yeah, right. Yeah, but yeah. Singing in the Rain eclipsed them all. Yeah. But then she was in she was in other stuff, sort of because she was Debbie. You know. Yeah. Later yeah. on in life, she was she was um, Deborah Messing's mum in Will and Grace. Yeah. Oh, was she? So she had sitcom. Yeah, right. Sort of longevity. Yeah. She brings huge credit, and she's yeah. a gay icon, and that show yeah. was about to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's fucking awesome. Um, did, was it? Singing in the Rain, and yes. I, I might have my trivia very wrong here. Uh, was it Singing in the Rain where she, her voice got dubbed by the woman who, yeah, it's who the she classic, was dubbing? Um, the classic Hollywood joke. The, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because in the story of Singing in the Rain, uh, Debbie Reynolds' character is the beautiful singer and she has to provide the voice for another actor who's the, who's the face. That's right. And so Deborah Reynolds' character so is funny. is providing the voice for this character who's yeah. got a horrible voice, 
but um, but in reality it was yeah, flip flop. Yeah, in the, in yeah, reality yeah. it was reversed. Like that that actor was actually providing the voice for Deborah Reynolds, which yeah. is well, it was just singing. a classic Hollywood gag. Fuck. Yeah, Alexander loves that. I mean, I love that movie. It's a fucking amazing movie. Yeah, my Alexander Bonnie Bonnie was more it. upset about Deborah Debbie Reynolds. Oh really? Deborah Deborah messing in my mind. <laughs> right. Deborah Debbie Reynolds uh, hey, Deborah. dying then Carrie Fisher because she was yeah. she was more connected to Singing in the Rain yeah, than Star Wars. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I can get that. Yeah, I so just saw a whole bunch of fucking people. I saw Star Wars the day after Gary Fisher died. We haven't talked about 2000. Like we haven't done we'll get there. Lists. We'll get there. We'll All right, get there. we'll get there. We'll get there. I saw uh, I saw uh, Rogue One again. Yes. Uh, on the day after Gary Fisher died. Yes. Uh, and uh, loved it the second time even more than the first time. I actually yep. really enjoyed it for a whole bunch of different reasons yep. on the second time around. Uh, and then I watched A New Hope the next day. Yeah. Uh, off the back of Rogue One, and I tell you what, yep. it makes. You know the boring air quotes part yep. of, of Star Wars, yep. like the Tatooine stuff? Yep. Yeah. It makes it all so interesting. I know. Because really? you've got that backstory you can see now. the stakes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and, I, and I realized that because when you posted that on, on Facebook, sort of saying that, yeah. I, I, I thought about what that film means to the next film. And yeah, it's true because. Because it's just one line in in the original film. Yeah. Like a lot of good people died yeah. to the, get these plans. The first two paragraphs of the crawl are pretty much the plot of yeah, Rogue yeah. One. Yeah, they say. And then they right. and then she okay. says it a few times. Like many people have died, and yeah. and and yeah. But, oh but just gosh. seeing the yeah. seeing what went into getting the plans yeah. means that these people trying to get the plans where they need to go yeah. means more. Like these robots walking through the desert, yeah. being the sole holders of these plans right, that okay. so many people worked so hard to yeah. get, risked their lives, died. Um, yeah, so yeah, it does. It, it adds stakes to that that whole part of the film. Which essentially, is what That's they've awesome. done. Essentially, what they've done is made. If you th- if you think of Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi as one movie, which yeah, it yeah. essentially is yeah, Act yeah. One and Act Two. Yep. What they've done is made an Act One to Star Wars right. and made Star Wars the Act Two. Okay. So we can all it. forget about Return of the Jedi. Ah. <laughs> Ewoks. Return of the Jedi has become an appendix. Yeah, yeah. No so epilogue. They've Damn made it. it they've my made words it the wrong. first half of 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 an uh, of like that the, okay, a two part cool. film. So it works so well. And I tell you what, having seen uh, Tarkin again because they CGI the actor, yep. Peter Cushing in in Rogue One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, having seen him in Star Wars, um, they fucking nailed it. Yeah. Like, yeah. When I was watching him the second time, the first time I found it was a bit odd. Yep. Second time, I loved it, the yep. CGI. And then after I watched Star Wars, I was like, they really fucking nailed that. Well, wow. he's got such a distinctive face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's got yeah. the cheekbones. And those yeah. ticks as yeah. well. Like all these little ticks that he's got. And in the CGI, you're like, oh, that looks a bit odd. And then you watch him acting, you're like, that, that's, they did what he did. Like, right. Yeah, it was really good. So you've seen it as well. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I, have seen it. I haven't seen it. I had a choice to see it last night, but I saw something else, which we'll talk about when we talk about our favorite movies. <laughs> All right, it is should we time. do that? Let's, Let's go, go into on. our best of 2016. I just need to say they have the Carrie Fisher thing. They have filmed her part for the next Star Wars. Yes, movie. they have. They got it in the can, but so. no reshoots. Not enough stuff for re- reshoots. Right. So they yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, I, I've been reading articles where they're like, "What are they going to do if they need reshoots? Are they going to go the CGI well, way?" I was saying she wasn't needed for reshoots, but yeah, yeah they'd be able to work it. Yeah. Uh, but um, I also saw someone speculating that they thought the story was going to go that. Ooh, Sorry. Uh, that um, <laughs> that Luke was going to die in the next film, and that Princess Lee, like her oh, character, right. would become the Jedi sort of right. person she was always meant to be. Yeah. 
because they fucking skim, spe- o- they skim over that in yeah. Return of the Jedi. The fact that there's another and stuff, and yeah. she does, you know, she wears a fucking shitty bikini and, <laughs> you know, like doesn't get to do anything. But uh, there's that great story as well that's come to life uh, since she died. That where she was going, they went. They asked her if she wanted a stunt double when she was choking Jabba. Yeah, and she said no, man. Like he put me in a bikini and and I couldn't talk, so I'm gonna choke that motherfucker out myself. <laughs> like, so she even back then, but even in Star Wars, like she's awesome in Star oh, Wars. I know. Like, I was wondering how much of... I don't know how much she influenced the character because she's she's like... She's feisty. She's ready to fight. Fi- very feisty, Despite you know? the people rescuing her. And considering how shitty that script is, how much of that was her? Like, you know, you little short for a stormtrooper mm. when, you know, she's fucking held captive and all this sort of stuff and she's like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know? What, you know? She's fucking great. So great. 2016. All right, best movies. Best on list. Movies. Let's right. movies. movies. Yeah, because we're talking about movies. We are talking about movies. All right. Um, uh, I need to open my things. I don't have many, so let me let me just kick off. I didn't see many movies. Yeah, this year. I didn't see many. Um, I'm gonna. I got to I got an honourable mention straight off to okay. a movie I watched on Netflix, which is The Big Short, which is oh, yeah. Ryan Gosling yeah. and you oh, know yeah. Brad Pitt and a whole bunch of cool people. Steve Carell, which is about the financial crisis of 2007, yep. and it's about a bunch of different people who don't necessarily know each other. Yep. Who understand what is happening? Yeah, and but can't convince a... anyone. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then realize that it doesn't even matter that they know because the system's so corrupt oh. that it's going to happen anyway. So broken. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's a fucking great movie. Yeah, I, w- I watched that alone in a, no, not I wasn't alone. I was in a hostel room in New Zealand. Uh, there'd been a mix-up with um, my arrangements at the New Zealand Improv Festival and I'd arrived at the hostel and they had no record of me being booked in. But, oh, really? But then they, they let me stay there but I was sharing a room with a bunch of like, you know, people from yeah, yeah, people who I had no idea who they were. Oh god! And and I spent that evening watching The Big Short on my phone. Nice. Yeah, on your phone? Yeah, that's <laughs> how I watch all my movies. Um, my, I think, what have I got on my movie? I think the only movie that I've got written here on my best of list was Force Awakens because I saw that at this in January 2016. Okay. And uh yeah, it was every it, yeah, I think it was in Jason's 2015 list. He's just seen it, I yeah. think. Yeah. yeah. But I didn't see it till January. No, no, no. He hadn't seen it, but he put it in the list cuz he was Cause seeing it. Cuz he knew he'd love it. Cuz he was seeing it after we finished the podcast. He was right, going yeah, yeah. to the cinema and to he knew he'd love it and, and he was I right. And I did. Uh, yeah, The Force Awakens was everything you wanted. Um, yeah, so that's that's the movie that made it onto my uh, best of list for nice. me. Nice. All right. Because um, it was awesome. I've got I've got Force Awakens as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think I said this on an earlier podcast. It It's the Star Wars for me because I didn't see those movies when I was a kid. Yep. It's like if I'd seen it with the, when I was a kid, Force Awakens, Star Wars would have been the way I felt about Force Awakens. Yep. Like, yeah. Like fucking just perfect. Yeah, perfect. Like, just film. perfect. Yep. And uh, just uh, one of our listeners, very uh, has written in Star Wars all the Star Wars things as her favourite thing. My um, parents won't let me watch Star Wars. Oh, really? They won't let me watch anything. Oh, really, s- Jerome? No, they say it's evil. The devil's work. Yeah, the devil's, oh. the Why devil's is that? movies. They just think that it will lead me astray. Because they've got magic powers, which yeah. is like witchcraft. And witchcraft is, you know, anti-God. Yeah. But when are your parents picking you up from here? Oh, in about half an hour. Okay. Okay. Do you want to go watch some Star Wars? Oh, uh, do you mind? No, no, that's no, fine. I no. might pop in and watch a little. Yeah, which I'll one should I watch first? Uh, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. I heard the Phantom Menace is the best. Yeah. Um, yeah, actually. Start, no. start with the low one. bar. Start with the low yeah, bar. Start, sure. start Isn't that, that episode one? Uh, yeah, yes, true. Yeah, yes. what a chronological. Watch them that way. Does it have a terrible character with a bad accent? Uh, yes. Many. Yep, then yep, we will many. get along. Many, many. <laughs> 
Uh, I've also got uh, Hunt for the Wilder People. Oh, that's my that, number one. Is how's it? that not yep. on my list? I think that could be my, close to my number one. That's my number one this year. I saw it uh, officially three times at the movies. I Bang. saw it once in Nelson when I was over there while uh, with Matt Powell <laughs> while uh, the other three were recording How About That? Oh, that's right. Uh, at the same time. But I tell you what, it was, it was my favourite. And then I saw Sam Neill the next day. You saw him in real life. In what? real life at the cafe in oh, Nelson. I did not know that. And yeah, I saw him and I just I just had to go, great job. Yeah. <laughs> like, what did you I say? Just, uh, he's like, thanks. And I, I really thought, you know, I didn't want to bother him. He's eating all breakfast. Yeah. But yeah, he was there, full beard, looked exactly the same as the movie. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I cannot not say something. Yeah, yeah. So I did. And uh, and he was super cool about it. But I was like, I don't want to bother you. But hey, man, that's great work. Did he look at you and go... Great job. Love your ads. Yeah, love your ads. <laughs> All of them. You're so good. Yeah, but that, that's my number one. You've, p- you've yeah. picked my number one through uh, that list. I've got another one which is divisive, the X-Men movie. I loved it. Hated it. I know. Look, it's a shit movie. I understand it, but it's it's got all the emotion in it that I love, and I hate what they've done to the franchise. Like it's all just a big mess. Yeah, it but it's a ends, timeline mess. It ends in the right way, in that there's a young team of X Men at the end of that movie, and I'm right. I'm excited for what they're going to do now. I right. liked it. I liked the film. I I, I love the I, I love the emotion in it. Yeah. I, I love like, when Phoenix look. when Phoenix gets you know when Jean Grey gets unleashed Phoenix and stuff like that. Oh my god, I started crying. Uh, I'm going to give it a second look on, yeah. on on the fact that you both really like yeah, it. I liked it. I'm going to give it a second look. I saw it. Full disclosure, saw it on a plane. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm not going to give it a second look. Uh, parts of Civil War I thought were insane. The airport fight, yeah. Yeah. one of the best things I've seen. Uh, and I went last night not to see Force Awakens. We went had a bit of Did a date. Did you see La La Land? A bit of a date night. We saw La La Land. I, I've heard Is good it great? things. I loved it. Uh, yeah. I reckon I'm going to love it. I loved it. Yeah. Like to the point where I was, I had tears with... Happiness. Beautiful. Happiness I, I, th- I think that's going to make, even though it can't, it comes out here on supposed to be New Year's Day, right? Oh. Or is it out already? I think I it's think supposed it to co- officially come out on okay. New Year's Day. Nah, because people have been seeing it, so right, maybe right. it's yeah. Boxing Day thing. Maybe, maybe it is. But we're at the cinema and it's at the classic in their big cinema. I was like, classic. sweet. And we got these good seats. And not very many people about. Yeah. And so we, we sit down, fairly empty cinema. It's going to be a cinema. Flop. These two old people come and sit. Right next to us, sons of really? bitches, and are like old people that are like, what, what's, what the, and I was like, as soon as they sat down, I was like, we're moving, yeah, and we were. Why like, would just, they sit next to you? Just, fuck knows, because their seats told them to yeah, sit yeah. there, and they were like, we can't disobey the seating law. Son of a bitch. Anyway, we moved a couple of rows away, and it was fine. But yeah. just at that point, I was like, gotta go. Blood pressure. Yep. Yeah, rising. We need to kill. Yeah. Growing. You couldn't, you couldn't cast. Two better people in a film. No, like, I know. How and many? They, they those two should just be making endless amount of films together. Yeah, yeah they, they like should. A, they should is, be the film couple. There is um, a real argument to be made for that whole Hollywood system where yeah. you, you're yeah. like these Fuck two yeah. actors are great. I mean, they did a little bit with Adam Sandler and and um, Crazy Stupid Love. What's their name? Bogey and Bacall. You know, like all Adam Sandler and who? Drew Barrymore. Uh, Drew Barrymore. Uh, yeah. yeah they, so they made a few with them. That they two out of three. Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. Yes. Yeah. You know, and then all those ones from the forties and yeah. stuff like that. But like, they don't just, do it enough. No, but. And, Stone and Ryan Gosling yeah. all day. They've done, I think the director, because it's a throwback to like 50s Hollywood sort of stuff. Yeah. I think he's cast them for that right. reason. Yeah. And yeah. I would, I Crazy would Stupid Love was the love story yeah, yeah. between those two. Oh, yes, it was. Yeah, yeah, yes, it's it, was. A, it was an amazing, amazing love story. film. That was great. It was brilliant. Like, I go, I went into that guy and this is going to be a shitty no, romantic but, comedy that I'm going to like. Yeah. But so much more that. Marissa oh. Tormey. Don't get me started. Everyone in that movie. <laughs> and Julianne Moore and Steve uh, yeah. Carell. Like, what a fucking yeah. great yeah, movie. I, saw, I caught Birdman on the TV the other day. Oh, oh, I love Birdman. I have to see that. I haven't seen that. You haven't seen it? Holy. Carl, you're out of the podcast. Get out of 
fucking podcast. Pause this podcast and go watch Birdman. Holy you shit. I guess haven't it. seen it. Oh, my God. Ed Norton is the perfect asshole in that film. It's so like, just perfectly pitched. I heard, I, I heard a podcast with him in it where he was interviewed, and it's like a long form one that goes for two hours and stuff like that. And he doesn't give a fuck. Like, Hollywood isn't his thing. And he's like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to say stuff to people. And he's pretty honest and all that sort of stuff. And I think people think he's an asshole because he fucking says what he wants and speaks right. his mind yeah. where he's not like being the LeBouf Hollywood style. He's not being the Hollywood guy. Yeah, yeah. Because he's making fuckloads. He's fucking invented an app and he's invested in... He's, he's like doing a, all right. He's like a tech investor and stuff right, like right. that. He doesn't need Hollywood. He doesn't have to play the game. So everyone's like, asshole. He's a fucking asshole. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, I think he's just a cool dude. He was a, he was a perfect asshole in that film. He's, he's great. So I fucking great. love that guy. I, I can't believe you haven't seen him. All right, I'll go see have it. You I'll finished your, have you finished your movie list? I think so. Because that was the one you check. saw last night, so probably you have, you unless you have. saw something I mean, there's bits this morning. I've got like Deadpool. <laughs> Did you see I like the start of Deadpool. Was like that, just bits and pieces. Was, I that, saw was Kung, that this year? Yeah. Deadpool. Yep. Yeah, it was a good film. I saw Kung Fu Panda 3 with Alexander, <laughs> and I really liked it. That trilogy is really good. Yeah, yeah. It's really, and then there's like the Netflix and DreamWorks are like in bed with each other, and yeah. they fucking make really yeah. good stuff. Oh, I, I will say, I saw Moana uh, a couple oh, of days I ago. I've seen that, um, which is great. I mean, it's just a classic animated, but it's it's perfectly done. But the music was written by Lin Manuel Miranda. How yeah, do you spell yeah, that? yeah. L A N. Anyway, oh, you said L A N. Damn it, I fucked it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um. Yeah, and, and it was a great film. Moana was a great film. So yeah. check it out if you like a bit of animated uh, sweet tunes. Yeah, uh, look, I, I I saw a lot of tentpole films this year. Probably not as much kind of... Well, that's uh, almost what movies are for now. Yeah. To go see those big action films. Um, well, I would, this is what I would say about films in 2016 is I've realised I'm over, I'm over it. Like, and I think I've talked about this. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm disengaged with films. Like, mm. like Civil War came out and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. like, so films come out and I'm... I, but I feel like I've got myself into a trap because w- once I had kids and I couldn't get to the movies as much as I used to because I used to just see every film. Yeah, yeah. Um, once I had kids and couldn't get to the movies as much, I started going, well, I've, I just want to see films that are going to be cinematically impressive. Yeah, yeah. that's so what I do. So you go and see big, big yep, action films. Stuff. You're like, yeah, this yeah. will be good on the big screen. Yeah, yeah. fuck yeah. Um, so I feel like all I see at the movies is big action, like impressively visual films. Yeah. And I, I think I've just hit peak visual and I'm no mm. longer impressed you need to by change up your speed yeah like n- none of it impresses me anymore like I'm watching like yeah like yeah like, like the, f- the the airport fight in yeah. I'm like yeah <laughs> you know like I'm like I'm just I, it's like I'm numb to it mm. um, so I think but, I almost have to go the other way and just see stories because um, yeah. what I'm enjoying now more is like I'm like oh I like that because there's a story like I like yeah. Batman versus Superman because I enjoyed some of the story aspect yeah, yeah. to it some of the narrative stuff even though there was a lot of flaws but I just liked it. there was this stuff going on I'm like oh I like that um, so yeah I feel like I'm in a weird transitional phase with movies where mm. I no longer I'm no longer interested in big visual effects or anything like that I just I just want to see stuff people interacting and stuff happen. Yeah. Well, because there's a huge gap now, I think, in films in that a whole section of movies are now TV shows. Yeah. And that's where all the good stuff for us yeah. is, I think. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, we're talking about TV, so let's move on to that. My number one was Hunt for the Wilder People. Oh, a whole movies? bunch of... Uh, yep. uh, yeah. Uh, a whole bunch of other stuff underneath that. You, what you'd expect, Civil War. 
that that kind of stuff I really enjoyed. Um, I rewatched Civil War recently, and I enjoy the grounded, yeah. personal nature of that story. I like it. Um, yeah. As a, as a uh, particularly as a part three in the Captain America films, mm. it works really well. Did you like the Winter Soldier more than Civil War? Um. No, I reckon I did. I think I might have as well. Yeah, I don't think so, but I like. Uh, uh, I think I like I, Civil War. I think it's because of that thing that I'm talking about, where I like the story it's aspect a small of the it. story. Yeah, and so I, I like the I like story Civil... aspect of Civil War, but there was too much just like mindless action, right, right. which I'm no longer interested in. Mm. Yeah, I, think I, those... I like. I like that. Uh, and spoilers here, people, turn off if you haven't seen Civil War. But I like the Scott fact... Bayo wins. <laughs> I like the fact that Scott Bayo. Pitted them against each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like it, 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 it was a mental game rather yeah. than than yeah. Um, yeah. than a superpower, so to speak. My worry with that stuff is that it's going to end up like the comics, where I think what they should do is they should make those movies for ten years and they should just reboot the universe. Mm. Well, that's, or, that's or what's even, happened with even seven. That's years. what's happened with the X Men films. Yeah, like they of. made a bunch of it. Everyone got too old and they wanted to reboot it, and now it's a it's a crazy they fucking re- mess. I mean, they kind of rebooted, but they they. They kind of just tried to fix it. They should yeah. have just said, nah, fuck it. We're wiping yeah, the slate yeah, clean. Yeah. Here's a new universe. Uh, mm. And here, and, and we go from here. Because they're gonna, it's going to end up like the comics, which makes sense in the comics. It can get convoluted. Yeah. And when a comic goes to 20 years, you're going to get some weird fucking shit happening. Yeah, That's going to happen in the movies. Like yeah. Just wipe the slate clean every yeah, yeah. like seven years, I reckon. All right, TV shows. All TV right. shows. Do you want to start us sure, off, Mr. I'll Geary? Sure, I'll start off with TV shows. I have a big list. Yeah. Um, look, TV I've, shows I've, are huge I've, in 2016. I've got to be glad. Netflix, baby. Yeah, and and. And it all comes down pretty much We've to Netflix. We basically spent most of our time watching TV shows. I, I heard a lot about Westworld but didn't watch any of it. No, because it's not it. on any streaming services. Yeah. True. And if you and can't stream it, I don't want to know. <laughs> so I know that that's something I should watch uh, yeah. and, and uh, It'll I will. It'll be on 2017. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for, for me, it's a dead heat. Yes, for, uh, for the for, uh, top spot. Yes. Uh, and, and it is between Stranger Things. And Luke Cage. Yeah. Uh, and Daredevil, oh, season really? two, two, yeah. Uh, because uh, I love the Punisher Daredevil dynamic. Yep. Yep. I love their big long conversations they have after their like <laughs> Daredevil's bleeding out, and they yeah. have these <laughs> huge conversations. That, oh, we've spoken about this before. There's but that whole episode the, where the two of them are just on the roof, yeah, just talking. Yeah, like I, I, so I just, I really loved it. I love the pacing of it. I love the characters. I thought they played off each other really well. I thought the actor who I should know his name, who played uh, uh, Punisher Frank Castle. Uh, no, he was, was amazing. Dead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, was absolutely amazing. Perfect. Um, and uh, yeah, and and then Stranger Things was just a joy from from cover to cover. Yeah, Stranger and, Things was yeah. everything that everyone wanted ever. Yeah, yeah. Without us knowing, we wanted it. Yeah, yeah. No. Until it was given to us, and yeah. almost did, it went to all the networks, and they all turned it down. Mm. And Netflix were the ones that went yes. Yeah. And and it's a cultural phenomenon. Yeah. Like they're in award shows. Those kids are huge. Like it yeah. just. Yeah. Fucking hit it, the it was perfect. Button, man. It was yeah. a perfect season. So yeah. they're my two. I don't a, hold out a lot. I of enjoyed faith Preacher for as a fan seasons. of Preacher, the comic book. Yeah. I enjoyed I'm the series. I'm torn on Preacher. Oh, really? I'm gonna say one thing. That's another person who died. The guy that wrote Preacher wrote and drew. Garthinus. No, no, other guy. He was maybe the drawer of it, and he oh, did a okay. lot of drawing on Punisher and stuff as well. Oh shit! But uh, I thought he did I a lot of stories. Know his name. I, I can't remember but, now. He, but see, that was another one that I. But I'm torn on Preacher. Like I've watched maybe the first five episodes, and I'm enjoying it, but I'm not sure. What's wrong with it? Um, I, I feel like I'm, I'm not happy with the guy they cast as preacher. Right, oh, really? I feel like he doesn't just—he doesn't quite look like preacher. 
what I imagine preacher like he's. Yeah. I think his face is too fat or something. Like <laughs> right, not right. Wide, not fat, but like I don't know. He just Steve Dillon is his name. He just doesn't. He Maybe doesn't quite. He's not quite the preacher that I wanted. Right. Uh, and but apart you know, apart from that, it's great. I think um, the vampire guy's great. Yeah. Um, I can't remember oh, yeah. his name. Cool. Cassidy. Yeah, Cassidy. Cassidy's great. Yep. But uh, yeah, the preacher. I'm just yeah. I, I love ass face. <laughs> he's, he's so perfect. good because he's perfect. exactly what you. Yep. I mean, this is very niche. Almost no one's read or watched Preacher. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, but um, but we have as a so character because he's it. so likable. Yeah, and you just you love Arseface. You and love him. I, I, the, I've said this before. The comics broke comics for me for a while. Like I, I read all of Preacher and just went, comics can't get this good. Like it was subversive. It was hyper violent. It was funny. Uh, it, it, yeah, it had everything. And great. Like it's the best comic. Yeah. Series that I've ever read. Yeah, it's fucking amazing. But yeah. I don't think the casting of preacher was quite right for right, me. Right. For yeah. me, like a comic um, that, that elicits like that emotion, like just yeah. Tulip does a good job too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, TV shows? Are we, are, have you I'm done. Shows? I'm done. I, I didn't write an expansive list. Cool, but cool. Those, those were my tops. All right, I got a big list. All right, so I'm just gonna I'll talk about some of them and I won't others. Lark Rise to Candleford, which I got yeah. from you and Bridget. Yes, it's three seasons. We binge watched it. It's like a you know sort of Jane Austen. Yeah, yeah. Elizabeth Gaskill. And Lark, Lark Rise is like a little hamlet of the town, Candleford. Yeah. And so there's a little bit of rivalry and, and yeah. one girl comes from one to work at the other. And it's this beautiful, bucolic, you know, lovely thing. But there's this fucking steel edge yeah. underneath it. Yeah. like, And it's mainly focused the, on the women. The and social how, sort of yeah. manoeuvring. And, and just how they're kind of fucked. Yeah. Like, you know, women get screwed. Yeah. And like, it's got this darkness to it that I fucking love. It's a beautiful series. Anyone out there... Even remotely interested uh, should watch Like Rise to Candlefoot. Yeah. If you've got even a vaguest interest in Jane Austen or that kind of world, Like Rise to Candlefoot will very much satisfy. And it, it, on the surface, you go, oh, that's quite twee, but it's fucking not. Nah. It's really uh, good. Everything about it's great. The acting's great. Yeah. The script's great. Kind of heartbreaking in a certain yeah. way. Uh, Upper, Mid- Upper Middle Bogan season yeah. two, which I uh-huh. hadn't seen, yep. which is fucking great. Yeah, boy. Jessica Jones, so good. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Veep, which is so <laughs> close to the top Veep of my list. Veep is very fucking funny. That is the it's fucking hilarious show. I could watch yep. that show forever. Yeah. Uh, I finally saw the last season of Mad Men, which oh. is just bookended the whole thing for me, which nice. is so good. Uh, and finished perfectly. David Devil Season 2, which is amazing. Kimmy Schmidt Season 2 was yes. amazing. Yes. Better than the first season. Kimmy Schmidt. Loved it. Uh, Freaks and Geeks, which is from like 1999. Oh, and you, you finally got through it. You finally it. got around it. Yeah, it's so good. It's I so great. I've got like a two episodes to go and I'm, it's one of those things where I'm stalling because right, right. like, I don't want this to finish. It's so great. It's like I waited film. like three years to finish There's Buffy because it's like, I, can't, I don't want to yeah. finish There's this There's the show. two separate groups. There's the older kids and the younger yeah. kids. Yeah. And, oh, I it love is, Freaks and Geeks. It is great. Uh, Trapped, which is a Scandi Noir kind of thing. They just play Finsker and kill people. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, Lady Dynamite, which is probably my number two. Oh, yes. yes. Just yes. Absolutely. so good. Uh, the Night Manager, which is based on a John le Carre uh, novel, which has got Tom Hiddleston as a night manager in a hotel who has this military background. Well, that sounds good. And Hugh, Stephen Fry, Hugh Laurie yes. is like an arms dealer. Wow. And and just the I'm sure oh, Hugh Laurie will be so, so happy that you can only remember his name if you say Stephen Fry. <laughs> I always get them confused. Hugh, oh Stephen Fry, Laurie. But just a great fucking show. It's like a four parter or something. Fucking great. Yeah. Um Stranger Things. Yes, boy. Yep. That's my number one. Who is it? Yeah. yeah, fair enough. Just cause it's just it came out of nowhere yeah. and it's we 
And I was exactly at our demographic. Yep. And yep. I was the age of those young kids when it's set. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I was that age. Yeah. Yep. Like, just perfect. You had that bike. Fuck yeah. No, I didn't have a bike. We weren't allowed to have bikes. What? My mum's brother got killed on a bike. No, <laughs> so you were never allowed to have a bike. And then my dad's brother, who almost played like professional, you know, like English Premier League, whatever it was, then yeah. soccer, got hit by a truck on a bike. Jesus, when did you learn to ride a bike? He didn't die, but he had to work in a coal mine. Did you only learn to ride a bike when you were an adult? I couldn't ride a bike when I was a kid. Yeah, when did I, you learn? I kinda when did you learn? Le- when I was about like ten and stuff, I kind of would borrow friends' bikes, and I wasn't very good. Yeah, yeah. I see. Oh wow, you had to clandestinely but learn to yeah. ride a bike without my mum knowing because she got ape shit. <laughs> what but have you been doing, Carl? Yeah, nothing. Nothing. You've been riding that bike again, haven't you? Haven't you? You look like you've been having a cardiovascular workout. <laughs> um, but my mum got to keep her bike. She like, what is the just fuck? playing mind games. So I just thought it was because we were poor. Like I think it was just like bikes are expensive. <laughs> fuck that. No one died. <laughs> no one died on bikes. She just made that up so she didn't have to buy she your had bike. So many siblings. No one would know if one died anyway. I've never ridden a bike. What are you talking about? Why not? No. What, why not? I don't like the feeling of the seat on my perineum. <laughs> Fair enough. Surely that makes there's sense. some sort of. You need one of those um, bikes that doesn't have the seat. This oh, like, like the bullhorn ergonomic kind of seat. Yeah, there's bikes you can get where it would sort you out. I've tried all of the different oh. saddles. Yeah. It does not work. No comfortability. You know, if you ever have anything poking in your perineum. I know the feeling. Yes, it is something that you cannot relax and enjoy. The feeling of freedom that one gets floating on two wheels down it, a hill it grounds you it, it 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 basically ruins the whole experience you could pedal standing up i tried uh, what, what happened? happened i had uh, I, I i i was pushing on my perineum <laughs> <laughs> you know if you go to the toilet and you press on your perineum it gets all the wee out of your penis i know oh, okay good did yeah. you invent that yes okay, i, I feel so. like you might have perineum cancer oh is that yeah that sounds it's I, constant I've, pressure I've, on your perineum i've checked oh no? No, I have a family of parasites <laughs> living in my perineum. Oh, that's a lot better than cancer. It's a sitcom I'm trying to work <laughs> up. <laughs> Called <laughs> Paras- Parasiteniums. <laughs> that, that, I'll that's be good. just be over here. Okay. Uh, Vikings, which I fucking love. Really? Yeah, I love oh, it. Nice. And it's really it's historically accurate. Oh, but that's the most important. Is that, important. Something, is that something you watch as a... a a duo or, or by yourself? No, with Miri as well. All oh, right. Nice. Which is kind of in it because, it's, because the stuff in it is historically accurate, mm-hmm. which is kind of suits her. Uh, Fargo, which is fucking great. Oh, and not, season two I'm as not well. dipped in. I, I've, I've seen half of the first season and I, I, oh, it's so perfect. Good. Yeah. But um, I've, I've just never. I, it's I just not on the rotation. I've got to get it back on the rotation. Uh, Luke Cage, which was amazing. Yeah. Yes. I, I'm st- I'm, I haven't finished. Me, I'm no still spoilers. finishing. You're still finishing? I watched three I episodes it. last night. I'm binging at the moment. Yeah, yeah. I got I got a few episodes in and then went back to start watching it with uh, Bridget. So I had to restart. Right. And we're loving it. Yeah, it's so I love great. that they've done the three universes. Yep. I mean, the three stories in the same universe, but they're mm-hmm. so different. Like, yeah. How good I is love Rosario that Dawson? Yeah. She's, she's goals, so mate. She's good. The, she's the lynch. She's, she's the, the link, yeah, the linchpin. Between she's them all. the gel, the she's glue. She's so fucking good. Yeah, she's awesome. Um, Grey's Anatomy and Ma- Madden President, which are my secret shame. <laughs> Grey's Anatomy makes every list every year. Yeah, it's like a warm blanket. <laughs> it lost its it lost its edge about 10 years ago, but it's like... The I'm car fucking, still needs it. I'm knackered. The car I'm tired. wants a blanket without edges. I don't want to be challenged. Let's watch Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, it's time. Um, I've got Chef's Table, which is the Netflix documentary. Oh, yes. Yep. A whole bunch of them. Fucking yep. great. 3%. Have you guys watched yes. that? Yes. Oh, well, oh, I'm yeah. halfway through. Halfway through. Portuguese documentary. Oh, we've spoken not about a documentary. the podcast. Yeah. Not documentary. Definitely not a documentary. No, but it's fucking amazing. Uh, Shit's Creek. 
Oh, which no, is I... on Netflix, which is Eugene Levy and his son, who's in the show. They've oh. dated together. And Catherine O'Hara, who's yep. in A Mighty Wind with him, yep. who's hilarious. And it's fucking great. It's just like 20 Let's minutes. Check it out. Fucking perfect. Uh, Have you seen much of that uh, um, uh, fucking blunt talk? No, no, uh, I've which seen is any of it. Uh, uh, Jean Luc Picard, Patrick Stewart, yeah. playing like a talk show host. No, and it's great. It's fantastic. Awesome. Uh, there's a cartoon I watched with Alexander called Phineas and Ferb, which is oh, yeah. fucking brilliant. Yeah, it's great. Uh, and the last one that I just started watching with Miria is the OA, which has just come on Netflix. Is that good? It's fucking great. Oh, all right. I, I mean, it's I a weird love ending. it. It's it's. I haven't. I don't know. Right. I haven't got right through it. Well, bear um, in mind, it might have a weird ending. It's <laughs> like an indie <laughs> spoilers. It's like an indie film that has like a. Um, that's been made over eight episodes. Mm. Okay. Uh, and she made, the woman in it wrote, the main woman wrote it, uh, mm. produced it, and yeah. is in it. And they I was let watching me going, write the ending. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, really? Great. Yeah, I turned up on set and they oh, let Jerome, me write the ending. What they write? Oh, I wrote my own spin on the how it should end. Oh, cool. People think it's a bit weird. It's a weird show, though. Like oh, the whole show, it goes into weird oh, areas you, you and things wait. like that. You okay. wait till you see the final episode. Looking forward to it. But she also made a, there's also a movie called Another Earth, which is a great indie movie. Yeah. What's it about? I directed it. Well, is it about this earth? It's about two earths. Like yeah. you're on right. earth and you look up and there's another earth and there's this. But dream. which earth are you on? I don't know. Both of them simultaneously. <laughs> right. Yeah. But it's the woman in it from this show. She did the same thing, wrote, right. produced, and is in it nice. sort of thing. Uh, Mindy, not Mindy Carling. Oh, no, you got uh, your wrong Mindy. That's you got the wrong. That's yeah, yeah. Uh, what's the show? God damn it! You got it's the old Mindy one. mix. Something about Mindy. The Mindy Project. Uh, Mindy, Mindy Project. Project. There it is. And the Office. So yeah, them, um, that was a huge list. Thanks for All indulging right. me. Okay, but, um, oh, that really of, was. Here's what I've got TV. on my TV. Here's what I've got on my TV list. Yeah. Uh, Broad City. I haven't oh, watched it. I've seen Broad a couple City of that. Broad City is a You haven't watched it. You watch that shit, my friend. I will. Broad City is off the hook. Um, I I. Powered through Orange is the New Black. Oh, I haven't yes. seen that. I want to see it. Is it good? is excellent. excellent. I powered cool. through it. Um, I started watching it while I was in Amsterdam because um, while I was in jet lag and yeah, yeah. Um, so while I was trying to get to sleep, um, Orange is the New Black was my constant companion and I loved it. Um, Kimmy Schmidt, uh, yep. Luke Cage. Uh, ep- uh, series three of Black Mirror came out. Mm-hmm. I just oh. can't get enough of Black Mirror. We can't. Mirror couldn't get past the, past the first episode. Oh, you got to, mate. They're all different. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just you just look her in the eye and say, "Let's watch episode two, okay, and see how we feel about episode two. It's okay. time. All right, it's all time right. to put episode one behind us. That first and episode, see how we feel about pretty episode two. harrowing. Yeah, but episode two's different. They're okay. all different. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah, check out episode two. That's the thing. There's so many shows I haven't seen that I could like. My life is awesome. Yeah, I get to <laughs> s- yeah. I get to see all these shows I haven't seen. Uh no activity. Which was oh, oh, yes. only on Stan, yep. uh, an Australian series. Streaming. So good. It is. Very oh, funny. is that with Jen Morrow in yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, Jen Morrow. She's been nominated for like awards. Yeah, and, and rightly stuff. so, because she's fucking hilarious. Everyone who's yeah. ever met Genevieve Morris knows she's one of the funniest people that's oh, ever existed. She's yeah, just, and she, she deserves a lot more fame, fame and fortune than yep. she's got. Damn yeah. straight. Um, so I feel like she's on her way because she. She's getting there. She's a, no activity is a cracker. Awesome. There's, two, there's two episodes available, uh, two seasons available, and they're they're excellent. Is that on Stan? Yes. Yes. Oh, Exclusively. I'm getting, I'm getting Stan. That's great. Um, and Rosehaven. Um, oh yes. What is that? I it's put by Celia Pacola and Luke McGregor. Yeah, oh, I should have yeah. put that on my list. That was delightful. Yeah, yeah. We watched a couple of episodes. It's yeah. really nice. Really good. Just yeah. beautiful. It's just a beautiful series. Everything about it. Ticks my boxes. Yep. So, Rose Haven, well done. You made the list. Awesome. And that's TV. Awesome. Can we pause while I go to the toilet? Sure. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking busted. Okay, and we're back. 
Spring. Carl's bladder is empty. And you know what? So Ooh. is ours. Let's be truthful. Yeah, we all, all had a wee. We, we all, all had did. a wee. It wasn't just me. I just I just said the thing that was everyone yeah. was too scared to say. Yeah. I never wee. <laughs> I that does that. not surprise me. I'll be over here. <laughs> Having a wee? No. <laughs> oh, no. You passed the test. Well done. Uh, let's move on to music. Trick question. Music. music of 2016. I'm going to come right out and say it. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2016 was dominated by Hamilton. Yeah, the, the year Hamilton yeah. soundtrack. For two of the three of us, it was dominated by the Hamilton soundtrack. One and of us basically loves it. I love it, but yeah. I just haven't. I'm not. I haven't listened as much as you. But I also don't have kids at that age where they're yeah. also playing it a lot themselves. Yeah, because Jason and I loved it, and then our kids got obsessed by it, so it became madness. Like, yeah, there was just Hamilton everywhere you look, and yeah. um, and I didn't mind it. Uh, no. I loved every bit of it. And your daughter, Jason Clementine, yeah. the oldest, is she's the biggest Clementine. I'm the biggest Clementine. The biggest. Hamilton fan that I know. Yeah, yeah. Man. And she, she is she is Passionate. right up, right up there on the Hamilton trivia quiz scoreboard. Oh, yeah. who's number one though? That'd be me. Oh, in Australia. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, loves it, loves it. Yeah, for me, Hamilton was a big one. Ofs. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah, huge. Yeah. It's, it yeah. was a phenomenon, like uh, without a doubt. But is it a phenomenon for us? And not, I said phenomenon. You did. You I nailed said it. Phenomenon. I you can say it. Nailed it. Happy New Year. 2016. Yeah. Grown as a person Woo. who can say phenomenon. 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 But, you, but I think you you had the. Wasn't it phenomenal? Phenomenal. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck you! I was so close. <laughs> anyway, I could say phenomenon. Phenomenon. Phenomenal. <laughs> Oh, he killed the podcast. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, you're trying to, trying to act like you've conquered you know, demons. I you've conquered that, nothing. I thought Hamilton was phenomenal. <laughs> oh, I thought it was phenomenal. <laughs> Phen- phenomenal. I thought it was phenomenal. Phenomenal. Well done, Thank Carl. I, I thought it just was oh, phenomenal. <laughs> Did you? Thanks. I'd be over here. <laughs> All right, so yes, that's a given. We all love it. Yeah, Hamilton. Bang. But do we? I mean, I know there's people in our immediate circle that love it, but I, but most people don't know it. Yeah. I would say the majority of listeners. It's a niche phenomenon. Yeah, <laughs> which is unusual. A niche phenomenon. Yes. Um, uh, but yeah, if you haven't heard it, go for it. Even if you're not a music fan, if you are hmm. any sort of hip hop R and B fan, go for it. Yeah, the story is fantastic. Enjoy the first act a couple of times, then move to the second act. Have your heart broken? Yeah. With a, I mean, it's good as well because it's rap, but it's got a it's rap with a narrative. Yeah, like I love songs with narrative. And also, yes. you you're seeing you're hearing the entire musical as well. There's nothing like most musical soundtracks are the songs from the musical, but you don't see the words mm. from the musical, right? Or you don't hear the words from the musical. So, but this is everything that is spoken on stage is in song, so you get the entire story. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, as true. well, which is fantastic. Yeah, my yeah. kids love that because they know exactly what's going on. Uh, because I try to play them other musicals, um, other soundtracks, right. but it's like the, those songs only occur at different points mm. of the musical. And it's so like, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because there's talking and then singing and talking and singing. Yeah, and right. So my kids can't get into those soundtracks because they're like, I don't know what's happening in the story. Um, what else you got? The beautiful, the beautiful oh, sorry, thing sorry. about Hamilton, the, what, the, this is what I'll say about Hamilton, is that it's, this, it's breaking the mould. So they've reinvented this form of the musical. So... Um, it's this hip hop musical, and so when you first hear it, you're not sure about it. Yeah, the first time you listen to it, you're like, I don't know about this. Yeah, oh, and then about the third, like a- the third or fourth song is this classic 
musical theatre song, The Story mm. of Tonight, yeah. right. um, which comes in just as the people who love musical theatre who are thinking, is this a joke? I'm not sure how I feel about yeah. this whole hip-hop musical thing. Then they hit you with The Story of Tonight, which is a classic musical theatre song. And you're like, I like this song. Yeah. And that sort of allows, that gives them this, this grace period where it, it lures those, it, it relaxes those people who are sort of hardcore musical theatre people because yeah. right. it gives you this, Traditional musical theatre song, and I just think that's so clever. And then, and then you get, and then you get the triptych of uh, helpless and yeah, uh, which and are very modern sort of poppy songs. Yeah, but but also really embed you in the narrative and yeah. start you caring about stuff. Like and so, it's, 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 it's beautifully done. And then after a, a few listens, and then you're like that that classic musical theatre song becomes a background song. Uh, that 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 one that used to hook you in is just like I'm no longer interested in that because ah, I'm loving this. Nice. I'm loving okay. this hip hop musical. Yeah. Action. See, I loved it from the start because you guys and your families were so passionate about it that mm. it was just like, all right, yeah, I like what you guys like. And it played, it started. And I remember, when was it? We were going to somewhere in the car and we had it on and Maria hadn't heard it before. And she was like that. She was listening to it going, oh. And at a certain point she went, this is really good, isn't yeah, it? A bunch and I was of like, people, yeah, it's a really good. A bunch of people good. I know have said, like, it feels like a Simpsons parody at the yeah, start. Yeah, that's the thing. You're like, are they taking oh, right. the... Are they, yeah. Are they, yeah, when I first heard it, I thought, is this like a piss take? Yeah. Like, are they joking? But it makes so much sense. Yeah. Like, they're, they're the new nation and rap is this new... You know, yeah. like the history of rap and stuff. Like, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Uh, the, now, the next things on my music list after Hamilton, I've got Radiohead. They released a new album. Oh, how's uh, that? Moonshade Pool, which I, I loved it. Where are they at? Like, I know they went off away from instruments and into sounds and all that yeah. sort of stuff. Where are they now? It's just a guy farting. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they, they are in their own world and they're no longer interested in anything else. That's I, great, though. Yeah. Um, yeah, their release this year was very listenable um, and it kept me company through nice. many a time. Um, so they made the list. Um, through my kids, I discovered Julian Baker. Who was just oh, yeah. angsty music, but just yeah. perfectly pitched yeah. and lyrically astute. Yeah. Um, really nice. And so I really enjoyed you know, Julian I, Baker. Uh, Julian Baker, I discovered through a mutual friend, yeah. Adam Kangas. Hello. Yeah, he posted really? a little link up on Facebook saying, yeah. check this out. Yeah. And I did. I uh, really enjoyed it. Yeah, I have a really lot hits. of commonalities with the music that he likes. Yeah. Like I remember, I mean, when I was on social media, he used to post stuff and I was yeah. like, I love those guys. Shout yeah. out to Kangas. Kangas. You know what? Talking about musicals and shout outs and things like that. Yep. Um, Danny Ginsburg, Ginsburg, whose theatre show opens this Wicked, evening. Wicked yeah, starts Wicked, tonight. Yeah. Well, actually, they would have started an hour ago because oh. it was a five pm oh, show. Chukas, yeah. I hope it went well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're in interval now, no good doubt, luck, dude. Yeah, counting the the damage. And once again, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think, I think that's all. That's, that's individual all that made songs. You've got individual songs of the year. Oh, oh! Actually, I wanted an honourable mention. Mm. 2016, and this will polarise the people. Oh, but good. 2016 honourable mention to Justin Bloody Bieber. Wow. That yeah, guy you know came out and he released an album that I tell you I did not mind. I didn't mind it either. Every song that came out, I'm like, I like this song. Yeah, I like this song. He released a new one. I also liked it. Beeps. Every time he released a song, I'm like, I don't mind it, Beebs. You're doing all right. This whole album is full of songs that I'm telling you, I like. You know <laughs> what? Uh, from now on, RB doesn't stand for Rick Brown. It stands for Rick Bieber. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. So I don't want to mention a Bieber for just... Because he also... he It was a slight reinvention. I mean, he's still pop. 
He yeah, still yeah, bought, yeah, but he yeah. gave himself an individual style. Every single song sounded yeah. like it belonged to a collective Bieber sound. But he also he did that thing that Kanye does, where he collaborated with a bunch of really fucking cool yeah, people. Yeah, why wouldn't you? And the, and the sounds that those people gave him. Yeah, like that's the thing. I think you you hit the you hit the peak with teeny bopper whatever it is yeah. audience, and then you move on. Yeah, or you don't, or you try and do the same thing, or you reinvent yourself. And he reinvented himself with this really interesting sound, and it worked. Like it's, that's not a mainstream worked. sound. No, but then he takes was... a bunch of you know teeny bopper people into this really interesting area, and, and that's, that's fucking was, amazing. That's what I'm saying because it was pop, but left yeah. of center pop. Yeah, yeah. Like because it had a unique, it had a unique feel to it. It wasn't just by the numbers pop. It was a unique feel pop. Damn straight. And Justin Bieber owned it, and I enjoyed it, and I say thank you, Justin Bieber, for doing it. Nice. Okay. Your honourable mention got more like <laughs> than all your other. Oh, things. I was no Hamilton. <laughs> okay. But it was good. Okay. I got it. Uh, all right. Uh, Hamilton. My parents obviously... wouldn't let me listen to the Justin Bieber <laughs> album. <laughs> that makes sense. Well, it's not. Why not? Right. They don't trust Justin Bieber. Oh, oh no. Yeah. He I mean, why not? Trouble. He, apparently, he does graffiti yeah, in Argentina. Yeah. All over the place. Oh, really? Yeah. Everywhere he goes, he does graffiti. He's not welcome back. In That's Argentina. against the law. Yeah. A graffiti is against the law. Right. Right. In Argentina. And other places. I had to your bag out. there is full of spray cams. Oh. And the fingertips are all different colors. Yeah, what's, what's I'm trying there? to express myself. How? But not in a graffiti way. Oh, well, really? then why are you using those spray cans? And I spray paint into an empty plastic bag. Oh, you're aerosoling. No, but I, my art is on you, the inside of the plastic bag. I, I, like, oh, wow. I like you. Come and over here. No one ever sees it. Don't get anywhere now. It's, empty, it's just plastic bag art. Just for you. Yes. Yeah, you it's, know it it's, exists. It's graffiti that can never be seen. So I there's a universe inside the plastic bag that no one sees. Yeah, I think I beautiful. found the subject of my new documentary. <laughs> Jerome. Yeah. Jerome. Oh, I'll just be over here. <laughs> I would be over here too. All oh, right. Having a discussion? Um, okay. So uh, what did I have? Um, uh, uh, Paul Dempsey released a new solo album this yeah, year. Boy. Yeah, boy. Uh, and uh, he is one of my favorite human beings on I've the planet. I've said this on the podcast before, but... The only time I've ever seen you starstruck is when we were rolled in the city. Yeah, yeah. And Paul Dempsey and his partner. Partner who's also in something for Kate. Walked into rolled yep. and you were like, should I say something? Should yeah. I say something? You were yeah. like a, a giddy school yep. kid. Yeah, yeah. So he, I don't know if I've said this on, on the podcast before. I'm going to say it again because that's what podcasts are all about. <laughs> yes. <laughs> is Paul Dempsey the most underrated Australian artist of all time? I would I would kill people to have his voice. Yeah. Like if you gave me ten people, I'd kill them all. I feel like he so constantly he's out there. Yep. He's generating work of high quality for twenty years. But he's just always on the fringes. He has. Do you, he's he's never said, like ma- never like like everyone's not never like a groundswell of support for Paul Dempsey. But something for Kate were huge in the Triple J world for yeah, a bunch yeah. of years, and then I guess do you get to a certain age where you? Don't get played because you're a certain age. Like yeah. you, you can't. But the be last Triple Triple J guy. album was maybe twelve months ago, yeah. eighteen months ago. Oh, it was, was it? a cracker. Yeah. I didn't even know uh, that. It's had called an album. "Sell Your Soul to Science." Yeah, it's a and it, fucking unbelievable. It was an excellent album. album. I love something for Kate. Yeah, yeah. One and I the... feel like early something for Kate and Paul Dempsey were maybe tarnished by being one note. Like yeah. people felt like there was uh, right. like Paul Dempsey couldn't uh, sort of vary. His singing expression or whatever. Yeah. But, okay. And so he sort of was tarred by that brush, but I feel like he found a way. Yeah. And he is now quite versatile. And his music, his music is amazing, but his lyrics are also like philosophy lessons. Like they're right. they're, they're kind of thought processes on a, a certain thing. Okay. It's it's great. It's amazing. Uh, it's Sweet. a really fantastic album. So if you've written off Paul Dempsey or something for Kate. 
then go back to your book where you wrote them off and erase that. <laughs> nice. Give them another chance. Give them a chance. Do Give it. them a chance. They've, Look, they have progressed. Even if you don't like something for Kate, Paul Dempsey's solo stuff is actually quite different to the it Something is. for Kate stuff. So it's more acoustic. It's a little more folky. Uh, Lyrical. But yeah, beautiful. Beautiful. So uh, even if you want to just check out his two, three, three solo albums, he did an album of covers as well. Be careful uh, though when you when you um, look up Paul Dempsey on. Oh yeah, there's another Paul Dempsey who's a Christian rock Christian. person. Yes, yeah, a oh, Christian and Apple artist. Music have got them lumped in the same oh, folder. No. Apple Music have not bothered nah. to separate right? the, the two Paul Dempsey's, and sometimes that can be quite disappointing. Yes, You're like, oh, Paul Dempsey's got a new album. I'm gonna let, hang like, on a minute. No. Paul Dempsey's Jesus not quite religious. Loves you this um, so there's that. Um, I didn't know this until literally a couple of days ago because I, I, Apple. Uh, Apple Music threw up a playlist suggestion for me, which was uh, this producer behind the decks. And so he'd produced a couple of albums I liked, Lord and stuff. And I, oh, yeah. I'll give it a listen. Yep. So I'm listening through this and I hear this music. I'm like, the fuck is this? I know this guy's voice. It's Daniel fucking Johns, oh. who's released a solo album in 2015. Lead singer oh. of Silverchair. Silverchair. Who, who don't know. It, it's a fucking masterpiece of Princeton. Oh, like, is it's, it? It's amazing. Oh. And, but it's still, it's it's got a real Prince flair, yeah. but it still sounds like Daniel Johns, kind of mixed with this Lord kind of really cutting edge sound. Right. It is amazing. The album is called Talk. Oh. Uh, it's just by Daniel Johns. Talk is in T-A-L- T-A-L-K, not yep. T-O-R-Q-E. No, no, no. Don't get that wrong. Talk. Right. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah. Fantastic. Really, really good. The other thing that snuck up on me this year, and I have to look him up, is uh, uh, an artist named Andy Schauf. Schauf. Andy Schauf. Uh, Which I had a little sample of earlier yes, this afternoon. Yeah, oh. probably the last month or so I've been uh, I've been listening to this guy. Uh, and I found him through a podcast that yeah. uh, just kind of had him at the How front. How good a podcast. Yeah. So Podcasts good. Are oh, great. So you good. learn a lot. And hats Thanks. off to, uh, I think it was uh, Luke, I think it was Red Wackman, Luke Atchison, a bunch of people. Uh, we put a, th- uh, a post out saying, tell us your favourite things about the year. And a whole bunch of people have said, how about this is part of my favourite thing of the year. Oh, what? you guys. So thank you, guys. Thanks for sticking That's with lovely. us into our um, third but, half hour. Yeah. <laughs> Andy Shelf is like a, uh, he, the, the album I, I've gotten onto is called The Party and it's a concept album about a guy watching a party uh, go by. Uh, but it's kind of like Really fucking chilled Phoenix. It is like, right. and it's Ooh, just RB. That's all yeah. I know. All that's day. All, I I heard about maybe thirty seconds of it. And I'm like, yeah. who's this? I like yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah, that's that's my that's my under the radar stuff. I've also been listening to a whole bunch of jazz, jazz. recently jazz. because Skibby. because and again, Skibby. streaming services. This is the amazing thing about streaming services. They threw up their best of 2016 list, which I download and listen to, and I've got a bunch of stuff out of there. Yeah. But the one I've got the most out, I need to look this up uh, while I'm talking. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not quite that. Um, but there's this one group that I've been listening to like crazy, and it is the Emil Brandquist Tio. Oh, what trio. a simple name. Emil Brandquist. So easy to remember. E-M-I-L. And everyone's like, Emil, you've got to change your name to make it more user-friendly. He's like, fuck that shit. Whatever. I'm pure, man. I spell it. E-M-I-L-B-R-A-N-D-Q-V-I-S-T-Trio. Hyphen Emil Brandquist. 
trio. Amazing. It's like soundtrack music that was never attached to a film. Like just yeah. beautiful jazz. Oh, good. Really good. good. So nice. they're, they're, my, uh, they're my surprise and uh, top things this year. All right, mine. I've got an extensive list. It's going to take half an oh, hour to get shit. through. Good, good, no, no. good. Um, wow. Talking of soundtracks and stuff, Still I've pavement. actually oh. found <laughs> soundtracks really good to work to because yep. they don't have yeah. lyrics and things. Yep. Like what sort of soundtracks? Uh, Last of the Mohicans is fucking amazing. Whoa. Yeah, I know. Like you know fucking great. My Tron is, but that that can do your head in if you get too down that oh, rabbit hole. Have you done Drive? No. Drive is good. No. Buddy, you've got to do Drive. You know okay. what my favourite writing uh, soundtrack is? What? It's a collection of soundtracks by uh, Nick Cave and Warren Ellis. Oh, is that White Luna? White Luna. Yeah, that's it's fucking two amazing. Discs. You put me onto that. That's yeah. amazing. It's really good. Yeah. All right, here's my list. Um... Uh, Jimmy Eat World, which is like one of those, you know, California post punk uh-huh. yeah, bands. Yeah. Um, Bleed American, that album, only the first half. Just the first just half. The first just, half. It ends up in these really poppy, shitty yeah. right. kind like of that. ballads. So, how, by first half, how many songs is that? Oh, I'm going to say four to five. Listen to the four first to four to five songs yeah, yeah, of. Yeah. Of Jimmy Eat World, uh, that's the band. Yep. Bleed American is the album. Gotcha. Um, uh, Bazia Bullet. Who's a woman who is from Canada, I think. Right. She's got an album called Good Advice. I've listened to a couple of other ones, but this is one I kept coming back to. Yes. It's, it's a breakup album. And it's kind of got this really nice sound to listen to and things. A little bit folky, a little bit maybe, you know, harking back to 60s sort of music, nice. that sort of genre. But with this kind of like, she's fucking broken. Like broken in this relationship that obviously just broke up and she's like asking all these questions. Oh, So it's kind of this nice sort of thing. Yeah, but when you listen to it, you're going, oh, fuck. Dark. Yeah, so that's really cool. Uh, I went back to a whole bunch of old music I used to listen to, right. like Pixies and all that sort of stuff. But nice. the one that I kept Retro. going back to was uh, Daydream Paper. Nation, oh. which is um, by Sonic Youth. Oh, which Sonic is, Youth. Which oh. could be from like 1987. But I hadn't listened to it a lot back in the day. It's fucking amazing. Yes. Like it's one of those albums where it's like, this could have been made today. Yeah. yeah. Like it hasn't dated. None of them are great singers, but like they're fucking insane musicians. Yeah. Like they started as like an experimental guitar, guitar sort yeah. of thing. So their sounds and stuff are insane. Get on board. Uh, and then I've got three singles that I like as well. Singles. So yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, can I put a single in? Yeah. Uh, the weekend, I can't feel my face. Was my I smash hit? Uh, was it I because you changed the words? Yeah, it's because, <laughs> it was because I changed the words. Because when I went to Disneyland <laughs> in Paris, I bought a Balu headset, which was a Balu beanie. And a Balu neck thing that joined up and made me look like Balu on my head. Yeah. And I constantly change it to, I can't feel my face when I'm Balu. Because <laughs> I'm fluffy. I like I'm that fluffy. song. I hear that yeah. song at the gym. It's really yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, so songs I love from this year. Wolf Like Me, which is an old song by TV on the radio. It's like, it's like sex in a song. Nice. Just awesome. And it's like about a guy who's a werewolf. Nice. But it's that, all about the sexy bit of being a werewolf, yeah, like yeah. transforming, <laughs> and the, and the bl- not the awkward bit of being about a werewolf. blood and sure, like that stuff. Transforming bit is the is the is the fucking awkward bit of being a werewolf. No, it's the sexy bit. That's it's the like sad. the I mean, it's, it's, your, it's, your clothes it's, fall off, your the, clothes rip off, and it's the penis coming out of the foreskin. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, but that's I, the metaphor. Yeah, uh, future starts slow again. An older song from a few years back by the Kills, which is just great, yeah. awesome song. Don't fight it. Uh, and praise chorus from Jimmy Eat World, Bleed American, which is the wow. second song in that first half of that right. album that I really like, which is just one of those teenage, you know, yearning, yep. awesome, what are you going to do? 
Find your power. Nice. All that song. So yeah, that's my stuff. Yeah. Fantastic. I will also shout out to Illy, the Australian Illy, yeah. rapper, oh, yeah. who has done me proud with his mm-hmm. pop, hip hop, uh, hip pop. I'll call it mm. hip hop. Um, which is yeah, he's he's done he's done me proud this year. Sweet books. Uh, I reckon that's. I reckon that we've done enough. We can, we're no, done. Let's keep going. No way. People will listen. <laughs> Look, I listen I, to podcasts. I've podcast. read a book this year. I, I've I've read uh, I've read a few books this year. Uh, 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 the new Murakami book was great. Not my favorite, but really good. Yep. My favorite book of the year was called All the Birds in the Sky yeah. by Charlie Jane Anders, and it's uh, just read it. It's great. Okay. And uh, I enjoyed uh, Comic Book Land, the yeah. new Daredevil, yes. and uh, going back and reading and catching up on Spider Gwen, Bang. which is where Gwen Stacy gets bitten by the oh. spider rather oh. than Peter Parker, oh. and it's Bizarro fucking world. awesome. Nice. All right, I'm going to pick that up from there, because okay, we go. both have Marvel Unlimited, yes. and so I alternate universe stuff like that, mm-hmm. I read a big, huge comic arc that went for fucking ever, where uh, uh, Apocalypse is running, it takes over America, basically, and is spreading out throughout the world. Uh, it's an alternate universe. Xavier died years ago, so Magneto takes on the X-Men and they're like resistance fighters right. and it spans every fucking comic in that universe and it's awesome. What's it it's called? really cool. What's the story called? I think it's called Age of Apocalypse. Okay, cool. Yeah, but it goes Asian, for really long. Asian Apocalypse. Okay, Asian cool. Apocalypse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's written by Pauline Hanson. Uh, and I'm reading a book called um, Snow Crash, which is by like Neil Stevenson or something. Like a, he's like some award-winning science fiction writer right, and right. stuff. And it's I'm I'm only about a quarter of the way through, and it's fucking amazing. Asimov? Was that Asimov? He won the Asimov Award. Bang! Yeah, it was Asimov. Yeah, I think um, we can all agree that Asimov wrote that. No, no, he didn't write it. He won oh, the he won Asimov Award. Asimov. <laughs> uh, and that's I think super cool. Asimov wrote it too. Fair enough. <laughs> The other thing, again, like last year, I read a lot of articles and I get an email once a year from Pocket where I save all my articles that I'm yep. going to read later with all your stats. So it says, huzzah, you read a ton in Pocket this year and earned a spot in our top 5% of readers. Wow. wow. Uh, give yourself Carl, a pat on the back. You deserve it. And it says, uh, words you read in 2016, 792,672. That's a lot. Which is like, reading 17, which is like reading 17 books. Well nice. done. So I read 17 books worth of articles. Nice. nice. Although sad. Yeah, it is nice kind of sad. sad. But I learned a lot. But you, you did. Learned you. A lot. I think but I uh, yeah, articles my, suit you. Yeah, and, but I forced myself to read. Because uh, a lot of the books fiction. you read are articly anyway. Yeah, they're, they're non-fiction. Extended articles. Yeah. yeah, it's non-fiction sort of stuff. It's just, just a, a couple of a uh, couple of pop-ins from uh, people, uh, regular listeners who've been on board. Thank uh, you to all uh, our regular uh, listeners Woody. around the world. Woody, 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 he said Deadpool, NZIF New Zealand Improv Festival was some of his favourite things. Yes. Uh, Deadpool, uh, Sweden wedding. Yes, uh, he went to Sweden yes. to be uh, part of a wedding party, and it looks like he had a cracking time. That's uh, a big. Uh, I shared a hostel. With he's he's a top top dude. Love that guy. Uh, um, he loves seeing Batman, Superman, and Woman, Wonder Woman on screen together. Not necessarily not necessarily the movie, uh, but he loved, but loved seeing them there. Yeah. Um, uh, Deadpool, which uh, Darren Woods also agrees with. Yes. Um, that's all I've got on my little. Po- oh, and Jessica Jane Grey. Hi. Yep. Uh, says everyone should try uh, brain surgery. Oh. She had brain surgery this year. Oh, she had something where she's yeah. in constant pain. Yeah, and yeah. Because of something. And they had to operate. And um, um, she said she recommends it. Fit with the brain. And she says everyone get on board. Wow. If you're ever thinking about getting some brain surgery, get some now. Go go. I've been Book toying in. with the it. idea, but now, I and I'm sold now. I wouldn't mind some elective brain surgery. Just like, yeah. Can you tweak it? Just take out the pain thing. Just I feel so like, like my brain's a little fat. 
Yeah? Yeah, I just want to trim it down a bit of liposuction on the brain. I'd like to give my brain a nose job. (laughs) (laughs) Some rhinoplasty. Yes. Nice. Rhinoplasty. Yeah. Rhinoplasty. (laughs) Nice, okay, cool. I would like to wish you all a happy new year. Oh, thanks, Werner. Yeah. Where happiness equals not dying or perhaps not experiencing any sort of existential crisis Mm. in which you must look into your dark heart and confront the evil that lies within. That's fair. What do you reckon 2017 is going to hold for us all? I like, think like 2016 for me yeah. was a good year. Yeah. Like we didn't, like 2015 for us, like we had a change in our company that made things a little difficult. 2015 was weird. It was it awkward. It was tough. And, and, I, and you go back and listen to those, some of those ponca- podcasts. 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 Well, they were a bit pongy. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like there was, there's a little bit of animosity there sometimes with us and stuff. Like it was yeah, we hard, were finding our own way. It was a hard time for yeah. us, I think. I'd be over here. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Werner. Whereas this year was good. And this year for me is the first year since I had my kid where it's just like you're in your groove things are good oh yeah you know 2016 was great for me as well yeah. personally um i did a lot of traveling like i started the year and like heading over to amsterdam um and we went to new zealand like again and so i did a lot of traveling and, and felt a lot more part of the global improv community nice which was great for me and i did a lot more i uh, teaching improv mm. like this year was the most teaching mm. i started teaching public workshops with improv melbourne and doing a lot more teaching at festivals and just sort of understanding who I am as a teacher and, and what I want to teach in terms of improv and, and what, what I'm capable of. And just, you know, I made a lot of mistakes and, and learned a lot from those mistakes. So it was a good learning year in, in that sense and just realising that I'm capable of doing a lot more than uh, I, I assumed that I could, which and, was great. And in those, in terms of you and international sort of community and stuff like that, I heard from a little birdie, Jason, um, that you did really well. <laughs> like you know you were like going away and you know meeting people and getting on stage and smashing it and you know like Killed building it. those things yeah because that's part of the thing if you can walk on stage and smash it in an international arena yeah you, you're set unless you're a dickhead <laughs> if you can do that and be a nice guy yeah the world's your oyster yeah. oh, he was a know? dickhead like oh, he yeah, smashed oh, it but well, he was a dickhead that's otherwise. the bad side like that's the one thing I gotta work on not being a dickhead, <laughs> being a dickhead. <laughs> being okay. I, got, dickhead. I got part one of the equation <laughs> set alright well you're on the road that's it yeah. I don't want to do it all at once no like no. 2018's the year maybe I'm not so much of a dickhead that's true you've got a year to work on it this year that's 2017 it. you can that's work it. on it given the fact that we've almost got an hour for it doesn't matter seriously I listen to podcasts that go for three hours and I listen to them because I like them Carl wants more people will listen if they have too much <laughs> they will pause it and they will come back at a time that suits them and finish the podcast. <laughs> the Amen. problem is, the problem is, we have no hotel manager to knock yeah. on our door right and now. The other problem we is, we are very lucid <laughs> I, compared to that episode. Or I, w- I am very. Lucid. I would say, I would say you're correct. It doesn't matter how long the podcast goes for our listeners, but Jason did invite a bunch of people around to his no house. No one's here yet. They're all our, ho- all our, of families. our families are inside. They're having a great time without <laughs> us. They are. <laughs> <laughs> um, given the given the podcast gone over just no, ten minutes ago, so uh, Cam Holmes uh, has posted on our page. Who's Cam, Holmes? Cam Holmes, Cam Holmes, I don't know. So a new you, person. Uh, his favourite thing is that he's still alive and kicking in two thousand. What on Cam Holmes? I have moments of that where it's like, good on you for being alive. <laughs> yeah, because we could just be dead. We could. I often think of all the close calls I've had. Yeah. with death. Like the, I've had at least maybe five or six this year. No, no, in, in, in my life, in yeah. my adult life that I can remember. I, when yeah. I was a kid, uh, 
You can't count so kid many. deaths. Oh, so yeah, of course. Because yeah. yeah, yeah. that's not your responsibility. No. But as an adult, I've had like five or six close calls yeah. where it could have gone either way. Where yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm still alive. That's yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and so yeah, I am always grateful that I am still alive. Because I feel like there's a whole universe where I'm not alive. And well, there's a whole universe where we are... And Magneto replaced you. That's right. <laughs> and this podcast is kicking goals. <laughs> But the fact that we're here means that we are the strongest of the strong. Because yeah. you don't you don't survive. Because yeah. we we can trace our lineage back to fucking cavemen. Yeah. Because we, we survived. Because we survived. Because we didn't die. Yeah. Can we get Spark to pay for an- ancestry DNA test? I saw that on TV, and I wanted. To, I am interested because my ancestry is so cloudy. Because I'm I've got quite. Yeah, Olive Olive's skin. Yeah. skin. Yeah, yeah. And my ancestry is really boring. Like it's uh, English and Scottish. Yeah. And everyone's like. Where where are you from? And I'm like, uh, I'm Australian. I've yeah. got English and Scottish. And I was like, really? <laughs> and I feel like my ancestry is actually quite muddy. Yeah. Like I feel like there's been a bit, a bit of mischief yeah. in my lineage that hasn't come out. A bit of mischief? Uh, yeah. A bit like, of lineage mischief. Lineage mischief. Um, and I'm really curious. Someone slept with a servant. I'm so curious as to what it is. And so I saw that ad on TV, Ancestry yeah. DNA, uh, where you can send away, send you know a swab away, and they'll yeah. tell you your DNA. But apparently, it's a little bit of a scam. Like no, 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 no. There's one that's not a scam. I did this ten years ago for Miria, yeah. um, for like National Geographic. All right. And you send you send the swab away, and they give you your matrilineal line. Yeah. Coming out of Africa, so where you came out, so it gives her where she, where her people moved and moved and yeah. moved and then settled. Oh well, I'm keen on doing that because yeah, yeah, I yeah. Feel like and that's that's legit. I've always just been like, I'm sure there's something going on, but I don't know what it is. Yeah, but I could totally find out what where well, I'm. You totally could. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because and it's every single um, <laughs> sort of ethnic group claims me. Well, you, that's the thing. You're universal. Yeah. You I could be anyway. There's been like, wars fought over Rick. <laughs> <laughs> He's the face that launched a thousand ships. <laughs> I'm every nationality. You are. Yeah. Yeah, like, totally. Yeah. Except Australian. Then. Except yeah, yeah, Australian, yeah. which is what I am. We Classic. Should, but we should do that. We should. And we should trace all our lineage and stuff. Well, I'm adding it to the list. So okay. after we LARP. After I'll LARP. And, and um, archery. <laughs> yes. And go riding in a horse and carriage. Yes. <laughs> and there's one more that I can't remember right now. Then we're going it. to... Uh, trace our, our DNA. Yeah. I think we should lap and then take a swab right at the end of it. <laughs> After it. Because it might swab. influence. Yeah. Our, yeah, yeah, cool. Um, well, hey, we should probably wrap yeah. this up. Yeah. We've done well. We've it's done been a right. great year. Happy New Year to everyone. Is, out this, there. is this our longest podcast? I think it is. It is absolutely By far. our longest. Brilliant. By far. It's a good sign for 2017. <laughs> it is. Just think uh, marathon for sessions. For those of you uh, tuning in for the first time, our podcast normally go for around an hour. Yeah. Not anymore. Uh, Do your research, losers. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for listening uh, and tuning in. Again, go across the uh, Facebook and find us there like our page uh, like us and give us a rating on um, uh, iTunes what's the thing called iTunes yeah. yep. uh, and uh, we'll see you in 2017 thanks for coming on the journey love you bye happy new year Bria well done Justin Bieber now it